Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tell me when you guys are ready. Yeah, sure. I think we're all You guys need sound happy? levels? You all good? Yeah, just a little bit more. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Okay, we'll dive right in here. Thanks again for taking the time. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Do you follow sports? Oh, my God. Sports? I love them. Who are your favorite teams? The, uh, I like smaller teams, like the, not the big leagues. I like the, like, um, Long Island mediums. The, the acorn pine cones. Heard the Fire Island Penguins. I like the Cincinnati Thunder Wizards. You can stop. The Orlando Blooms. And now. Babe, the oven's ready. Chop, chop. Time to get bacon. Daddy want pie. Our feature presentation. I just don't like someone referring to themselves as daddy ever. Mm-mm. Ever. Mm-mm. Daddy, sorry. <laughs> Seems bad. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Tuesday morning, the 26th of March. Uh, I wanted to bring up a couple of stories because I've been uh, traveling a lot lately. I went on vacation and flew a long ways. I just flew to Phoenix over the weekend. There are a couple of stories about flights that uh, it's it's enough of a hassle, right? I mean, you got to get everything organized. You got to go through security. Got to make sure you don't have the wrong size bottle of stuff. And it's sort of a pretty big hassle now just to get anywhere for any reason. But... When an air passenger strips off all his clothes and tries to board the flight, saying that his clothes make him less aerodynamic. Oh. Oh, I didn't know you were going to say something sensible. He had a a reason for it. Yeah. By the way, him saying that and being somewhat sensible is the weird part of this story. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) I kind of relate to that guy. (laughs) Video of the 38-year-old man whose identity has not been shared shows him standing naked as he waits to board the airline flight from a Russian airport in Moscow. So I, apparently he went through security, mm-hmm. had his boarding pass, everything was ready to go, then got on the uh, ramp to go to the airplane and just stripped off all his clothes. It, uh, do you have to be more aerodynamic when you're a passenger? I mean, I don't <laughs> feel like that's important. Okay. I don't think it hurts. But to him, it was very important. Okay. It's like when swimmers shave down. It's sort of, except for it's in a plane. The outside of the plane is pretty aerodynamically. Okay, Mr. Yeah. Pilot. Designed. <laughs> uh, they grabbed him as he ran onto the air bridge, and then he was detained by police. Uh, here's the weird thing. Oh, he, no, here's the weird thing, yeah. He shouted that he was naked, uh, clothing impairs the aerodynamics, blah, blah, blah. But uh, later he was taken to medical facilities, and a couple of different people that were on the plane said he didn't seem drunk mm-hmm. at all. Or crazy? It didn't seem like it. Had, like he had a point. Hmm. So like if he was, let's say, mushrooms or, you know, Molly or something, mm-hmm. it 
to the people that were seeing this, it seems like it was all good. He didn't seem like he was impaired in any way. And that's sort of the weird part to me. Yeah, don't C-block the dude. I could <laughs> let, him, let him fly let him naked. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they liked what they saw. They're like, back off, guys. He's fine. Hello. <laughs> and the other story that I found, uh, that Allie found last night, a British Airways flight destined for Dusseldorf in Germany landed in Edinburgh, Scotland. Yeah. On accident. Yeah. This story is incredible because the the plane is full of people going to Germany. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to fly over the English Channel and get to Germany, and they were flying over land. They were supposed to go straight east. They were going straight north. And a couple of the passengers sort of noticed, like, this is a weird way to be going to Dusseldorf. Here's the news. When your flight takes off, you would like to think the pilot of all people knows where you're meant to be going. You would like to think. But this morning, flight BA3271 left London City Airport at 7.30 a.m. It was meant to head east over the English Channel, bound for Dusseldorf in Germany. Instead, the pilot flew the wrong way, heading north. It's not even just like a little bit off. Yeah. It's complete. It's like 90 degrees off on a map. Yeah. Straight over Britain, and just after nine, the plane landed in Edinburgh by mistake. While we were climbing, I did... This is one of the passengers. I did look out the window and I did notice we weren't heading in the normal direction to Dusseldorf. And I, I remember looking out the window thinking, this is unusual. Coming into land, the passengers looked out their window, expecting to see the industrial German landscape of Dusseldorf. And they were surprised to see mountains, the Firth of Forth and what looked suspiciously like Edinburgh Castle, and an announcement saying, welcome to Scotland's capital. Now, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that they made that announcement at the beginning? Because according to all accounts, it was just mixed up paperwork. Mm-hmm. So they thought they were doing the right thing by going to Edinburgh? That's the paperwork they had? Yeah. So do you think the um, flight attendant at the beginning said, welcome to flight whatever, to Edinburgh? I doubt it, because I think someone would have said something. I'm on the wrong flight. Right. Somebody would Yeah. Yeah. But But they were literally given the wrong flight instructions, everything. Yes, the pilots. So they thought they were doing the right thing. Correct. It's insane to me. That somebody just somewhere said, oh, no, this this is now going to Edinburgh. Here's your flight instructor. Okay, great. Appar- apparently the plane in the next, you know, area right. was going there and they just sort of Switched got their the paperwork. paperwork mixed because up. planes are just so locked in. Like the the scariest experience I ever had on a plane was we tried to land and then went right back up mm-hmm. and then it was very That's terrifying. Scary, yeah. And yeah. then when we ended up landing probably about 20, 25 minutes later as I'm thinking about how much gas we had. When we got off the plane, they admitted that the numbers they put in to land were wrong. Wow. And they realized that as they came in. They they were given the wrong numbers by, uh, you know. Why would they say that? They would have just said, oh, you know, wind. Oh, I don't (laughs) know. They tried to play it off. So scary to us. But they were very, I mean, they were, I mean, obviously they're watching where they're going, I hope. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I was thinking when I read this, I never pay attention. Never. I would never go, we're going the wrong way. I'd just be like, this dude next to me smells. I need to fall asleep. Oh, you mean looking out the window Ever. and noticing that you're over land instead I would of water? never know where I am. You, literally, you could go the wrong way to Arizona and I'd end <laughs> up in Tokyo and be like, that makes sense. Yeah. I think it does, if that's a flight that you normally take for work, whatever it, it is. It sounded like that's what it was, like they yeah. take it regularly. And you're like, we're, this should be an industrial area, but I'm looking at a castle. This isn't right. The guy that they interviewed that said, oh, I noticed it was sort of weird. He said, but I'm not an expert in flying, so I assume that the pilot knew what he was doing. 
I mean, that's what you have to do. It's insane, right? (laughs) You should. I'm never questioning the pilot. that's when they knew something had gone wrong. A retired BA pilot says there will now be serious questions about the pre-flight checks. Um, I think the other extraordinary thing is how many times when we get on an aeroplane do we all hear the cabin crew say welcome on board this aeroplane for our flight to wherever we're going. So whether all the business type passengers were a little bit tannoy deaf and weren't really listening, uh, we will never know. But it does seem an extraordinary sequence of events. British Airways say at no time has the safety of the passengers been compromised. I love this guy's voice by the way. Yeah, I can't understand him but I love him. I'd get lost just to have him talking to me. (laughs) on to Dusseldorf after the involuntary stopover in Edinburgh. They stopped in Edinburgh. They were on the runway for like two to three hours and the bathrooms filled up, so they closed them. Oh, gosh. Talk about a nightmare. Like, that's the worst part. So they had to stay on the plane for about three hours and then British Airlines said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to fly you to Dusseldorf. What? That's crazy. (laughs) But have you ever been on an airline? Usually one of the jokier ones, uh, maybe they wear khaki pants. Sure. And they'll say, welcome to your flight. Looking forward to going. And they name a different city and you laugh at them. Right. I wonder if something like that happened and no one was paying attention because they're all business people. They need to get to where they're getting Very to. Very possible. But I also don't think that BA is one of those they airlines. Not. They are certainly not. to make jokes. No. <laughs> Good God. So how embarrassing must that have been for them? And can you imagine, like, you're going to Dusseldorf for a meeting and you have to text someone and go, like, crazy story. <laughs> you're not going to believe this. I but... am in Scotland. We went to the wrong country. <laughs> Who's believing you? Plus, I have to go to the bathroom and I can't. Uh, yeah, I peed myself. Yeah, Enjoy the meeting. Just, that seems bad. Yeah. All wow. right, let's talk about this morning's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Shut up, 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 shut up. Okay. If hours to go. Right. Billy Corbin will be on the show today. Yes. He is the director of a movie called Screwball, which basically is about steroids and baseball. Very fun. And uh, he he crazy, this guy that the movie's about, the doctor. Yeah, yeah not, I've seen his other docs. He's really good. No, no, I'm not saying the director. I'm saying the guy this movie is about. You heard it here first. Ooh. Kevin thinks the guy who's coming in, Billy Corbin, is crazy. No, he not Billy listening. Corbin. Yeah. No, the guy that the movie is about, the doctor. Yes, the documentary guy, yeah. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, also, an update on the Kevin and Bean soundbite bracket. Mm-hmm. Heated. Heated up. A lot of people are voting, yeah. and a lot of things are not necessarily going the way we thought they would. Yeah, oh. people have thoughts. Yep. Mm. Uh, comedian Adam Ray will join us today on the Kevin and Bean Show. He's funny. There was a guy arrested for keeping a TV that was mailed to him. It was mailed to him, to his house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was the wrong size and everything else. And he was like, oh, it's my lucky day. Kept it, got arrested. Huh. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, you had a crazy driving instructor. Oof. These scare us because you can sort of sometimes move into the area of creepy yes. when yeah. you're talking about a driving instructor. Yeah. And weirdly, a lot of us have stories. Yes. It seems like all of us have a story. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> and uh, there was a big Apple event yesterday where they announced Apple TV Plus. I mm-hmm. have a lot of questions. I have all the questions. Yeah. A, none of it makes sense to me. Yeah. Oh, and then here's a credit card. Oh, you want news? Here's another subscription. What are you doing, Apple? It was odd, yeah. Oh, and here's Oprah. Right? Oh, and here's Spielberg. Remember how he hated streaming? Very strange. (laughs) So we're going to talk to Michael Snyder on that. He is an expert. He'll be able to answer, I I assume, all of our questions. Yes, he was engulfed in it on Twitter. So Excellent. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
Ali is here with what's happening. Uh, what is happening? Uh, uh, what's happening with Conor McGregor, you guys? Anybody have any idea? It appears he retired via the social media. Uh, which he did He's back done before, in right. April 2016. But are you really retired if you throw a chair into a bus? You know what I mean? I don't... Well, it's all very strange. So here's his announcement eight hours ago. Hey, guys, quick announcement. I've decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today. Why? I wish all my old colleagues well going forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture already in retirement. Proper pina coladas on me, fellas. Uh, What? It is odd that you would stop doing what you've known your whole life. Also, it would be fantastic to be able to eat whatever you want and not have to worry about making weight or any of that stuff. And also odd that he was on Jimmy Fallon on Monday night. That would be last night talking about his next fight was going to be in July. And then later in the night. What happened? Maybe he's negotiating. Maybe they didn't offer him enough money, so he's just like, I'm I'm going to retire. Maybe he hated Jimmy Fallon so much in that fake laugh that he was like, I can't do this That's anymore. That's very you possible. Think? Very possible. That might be possible. It's all very odd. Everything with him always has been, though. He's erratic. Yeah. He yeah. is. He but is indeed. I think we can pretty much guarantee at one point soon he will be in the WWE. Well, I was thinking... WrestleMania. Listen, WrestleMania is coming up April 7th, yeah. right? Gronk has just retired. Oh, Who's man. always also been rumored to be a pro wrestler eventually, yeah. Now he retires. Wink, have, wink. Have, have there been rumors about him? Gronk? Gronk? No, no. Oh, about, yeah. About yeah. Connor? Oh, Connor yeah. McGregor. Yeah, yeah okay. for a long time, yeah. I just, I feel like it's all very strange timing. Um, and then when we find out that SNL Weekend Update co-hosts Colin Jost and Michael Che, that they're going to be competing in WrestleMania. What's happening? I don't know. It's, I'm don't telling you, know. I, I was hinting to this recently, but it's on the cusp of mainstream again. It's They're doing a Fox deal. It's going to be on Fox, which is, the mm-hmm. you know, the most... Uh, prevalent channel they've ever been on, most watched ever. It's everyone's trying to get a little bit of a piece, man. A mm. lot of money there. Stocks very high. Well, I know what a draw that Colin Jost and Michael Che were. For, right. <laughs> you know, not only SNL every week, but what what did they host? Was it uh, Golden Globes? The Emmys? The Emmys? I don't yeah, even know something. exactly. Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. They ha- That's they a do. good point. Even mm-hmm. the WWE knows that Colin Jost is a uh, is a villain, though. He's a bad guy on WWE. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, they're making him a real jerk. <laughs> making him. Was that your joke? No. <laughs> That's real? Yeah, he's the villain. Oh, because it's oh. very typecast that yes. they make him a real That's jerk. That's what I'm saying. Even okay. WWE knew. <laughs> <laughs> None of it makes sense to me, you guys. I just, I'm going to say right now, if Gronk and Connor show up on WrestleMania. Yeah. Why? I guess well, we have all would, our answers. They would show up because they were booked or whatever. Like, I uh, Contracted. Why? It's all very odd. Well, they've just recently retired from a sport, and now they're looking Mm -hmm. to get involved in another form of entertainment. I think the weirdest thing about that was being on Fallon one night talking about a fight, and then the next day retiring. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Last night. (laughs) You were in here, and now you're... (laughs) That Jimmy Fallon laugh could do it to anyone. It's insane. It's just cuckoo. And then Dana White's like, oh, he has a great whiskey that he's going to be doing, so I wish him well, and none of it makes sense. It's all artistry. It's all fake. All of it. What? Phony. Still, still real second. to me. Okay. Some birthdays for you guys. We've got Martin Short, Steven Tyler, Leslie Mann, Kieran Knightley, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We have Michael Snyder. Um... 
from Variety mm-hmm. on the phone. Good morning, Michael. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, I have so many questions. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> this, this whole Apple thing. Uh, well, well, first, did you guys watch yesterday? Did you watch the live stream at all? I can't take it. It's too long, too much hype. I did watch Did you with Jensen? Yeah. I did, yeah. Allie? I watched uh, Michael Schneider's Twitter feed, and oh, I was like, that's enough. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad I did a service. All right, walk, yeah, it, walk us through something. it, Michael. Yeah, so so Apple TV, which uh, you know they've been talking about for the past couple of years, they finally officially announced it yesterday. So it, it's kind of what we expected. Uh, you know, if, uh, if you have Apple TV, or or even if you have a smart TV that has the Apple TV app, you'll be you'll be spending a little more money to get Apple TV Plus, which will have all this original content, premium shows from folks like Steven Spielberg, who's doing a new version of Amazing Stories. Uh, there's a J.J. Abrams show with Sarah Bareilles. Uh, there's a, a show with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston about the the morning uh, uh, talk show wars and a, a bunch of others. It's real like premium content, big stars, big names. They're this, spending uh, billions of dollars on this. Stuff. This seems just like Netflix in the early days, where they were throwing our money to everybody just to get started with quality content. Yeah, the, the difference is, you know, Netflix started pretty slow. You know, they had a couple shows. They had, like, House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. They, they eased us into it. But Apple, they're, they're jumping in with both feet with, you know, so many shows, you know, 20 to 30 shows. And, wow. and spending big money on, on all that. And then, of course, uh, Oprah Winfrey uh, is even in the mix. So now what's so, she yeah, doing they, they, there? I, I heard that she was there. Why? So, so she's, you know, remember she had her book club uh, on her old talk show. Right. So big she, fan of it. Read every book. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Read every book. <laughs> <laughs> now, should so we be Oprah concerned that they have all these huge stars that are um, all involved, yet we don't know what the price is going to be yet? Yeah. You said just for a little more. What does that mean? Yeah, well, and that's the thing that was, uh, I was kind of underwhelmed by yesterday's announcement because not only did they not announce what the price was going to be, but they also didn't show any clips. They they showed a quick sizzle reel, but you know we we still don't really even know what these shows are going to look like. Uh, but yeah, the the pricing's still a mystery. I mean, I'm guessing it'll probably be around ten bucks a month. But yeah, they, I, I was surprised that they didn't announce anything like that yesterday. So they didn't announce the price. They had no clips. So it seemed like an upfront uh, presentation yet with no clips. So why did they decide to do this now? It seems like they weren't ready. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they just wanted to tack it on to, you know, they also announced their their Apple News Plus service yesterday where you, you are spending 10 bucks a month to get access to 300 different magazines and newspapers. And then they announced the Apple credit card uh, yesterday as well. So so it's almost like they wanted to tack on something a little sexier, uh, you know, bring out Steven Spielberg and, and Oprah and, uh, you know, make the, the Silicon Valley uh, folks ooh and ah. But, yeah, it did seem like a little too early to announce all this stuff. Another credit card is exactly what I need. So yeah, that's right. good. Yeah, we've all been hoping. Uh, <laughs> also, Michael, like, I felt like the, the slate of shows is a little vanilla. Is that a weird way to say it? Like, it didn't feel very exciting in the same way that I'm oddly excited for Twilight Zone at CBS Access or all of the things Netflix drops on the daily basis. Like, none of the... I mean, I don't know how much I've been hoping J.J. Abrams and Sarah Bareilles work together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I think that that's where not showing any clips really hurt their cause. Because, Why would they do know, that? Did they not have them ready? I don't think there's clips yet because these shows aren't finished. But you I could get Apple, a clip. Apple's a very sec- Apple's a very secretive company, right. and uh, you know, the, a lot of times they keep things under wraps. And and I think they were thinking like a Silicon Valley company and not like a Hollywood company, mm-hmm. where you need to show a little more sizzle. 
So, so you know, I, I think over time they're going to start to release those clips, but, uh, you know, they really should have done it yesterday. Michael, I have a question. Jason Momoa came out and introduced a television show that he'll be starring in for Apple Plus, and it sounds just like Blind, uh, like a Bird Box. Yeah, yeah, it's called See. It's it's about a world where where people can't see. Huh. Uh, you know, it's it's him and Alfre Woodard, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the proof will be when we actually see these shows. But I, I still I feel like I don't know anything more than I did before, other than you know it's uh, you know Jason Momoa is really awkward when he tells people to close their eyes and, and imagine a world where people are blind. <laughs> and who and who wrote the Reese Witherspoon? Uh, dialogue with Steve Carell. So basically they have Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston come out and and introduce the project they're going to be working on. And then Steve Carell, they somehow made him unfunny. <laughs> yeah, awkward I think is, is the word. Yeah, the, 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 it, it was it was strange. It was it was uh you know, Ali mentioned it was kind of like an upfront. They took all the worst parts of an upfront, the awkward Ooh. banter between stars, mm-hmm. the uh yeah, you know, the, the anticipation and then took out the the best part which is the actual clips. So what are we thinking price-wise? Is it going to be on the same scale as a Netflix or even more? Uh, yeah, I'm guessing around the same. Uh, you know, the, it seems like, uh, you know, nine ninety nine would be a, a guess. And, and uh, you know, I don't know if maybe if you have Apple Music already, you might get a discount or will it be bundled with other things that Apple sells? So that, that's where a lot of the questions and maybe they haven't figured that out yet. And that's why we don't know. Is it available um, now to get? Could I start streaming it now? Or is it down the road a bit? No, you know, what they do is they already have that Apple TV app that's right. on your phone. So right. you can actually start to access Apple TV today. And over time, they're going to start to add uh, all this content. And then Apple TV Plus, which is where all this original shows are, are going to live, that, that won't be unveiled until September or, or sometime in the fall. Uh, now, when Steven Spielberg came out, uh, did everybody in the audience go, Ah, that's why that's why you hate Netflix. It's all coming together. There was a little bit of that. There was the ah, uh, I see what you did there, Steven Spielberg. So, <laughs> I, and you know, it, it was maybe subtle, maybe not subtle, uh, of Apple to make sure he was the first guy out uh, to, to get tongues wagging a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, Apple does mean business. I mean, they they did trot out some huge names. Uh, you know, the, the 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 show that actually feels the least vanilla that I am intrigued by is Kumail Nanjiani Same, yeah. and his wife Emily Gordon have I a new show uh, called Little America coming out. Uh, that's going to explore the immigrant experience. That's sort of an anthology series that could be interesting. Is that script? Um, is that scripted uh, based on real true stories? I couldn't get that part from Kumail and his sort of speech. I, that's what I believe is, is yeah, it's, it's scripted, uh, you know, individuals probably telling, uh, inspired by their stories mm-hmm. and, and maybe some original stories as well. Anthologies are so huge right now. It, yeah. it seems like there's all sorts of anthologies going on just because they're easier to watch and easier to produce. And, and you can get big names that are, are committed to 10 episodes, but will show up and do one or two episodes. And so the, the, so I'm sorry, go ahead, the big thing I noticed also is that they were very free with mentioning competitors except Netflix. They were very quick to bring up, you know, all the great Hulu product you can watch with Apple TV now and all the great HBO stuff, and but not one mention of Netflix. Right, right. It was the, the Voldemort of, of streaming services. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's partly because they don't have any sort of deal whatsoever with Netflix. To, uh, uh, so you can't access Netflix via their Apple TV app, but you can HBO and Showtime and a lot of the other services. So Was there anything, they, they haven't been able to make a deal with them. It sounds like everything that they announced you were ready for. Were there any surprises that you no went, wow, this is amazing? Su- 
No, I, I'll be honest. No, no huge surprises. I mean, we even were predicting that Oprah might show up, uh, you know, because we already knew that she had a deal. Yeah, you know, she she mentioned a couple of documentaries she's working on. You know, the book, uh, the, the the book club was a, a new piece of information. Uh, you know, little things here and there, like the title of the Reese Witherspoon show, but you know, no no huge huge thing. Uh, I think uh, the thing I was slightly impressed with was Apple Arcade. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> of course. I did. I, I think that it's a good idea to have a subscription service that allows you to sort of um, get original games that people who create video games normally wouldn't be able to make for large consoles. This is stuff that's going to be very specialized and they pick some of the biggest names in video games and I think that pricing also wasn't announced. <laughs> but it looks like something between 10 and $15 you'll be able to have ad-free gaming um, on all on everything from your computer to your iPad to your phone. Yeah, although, Justin, I'm not sure you can play pinball on your phone. Right, no, so, I do, so <laughs> listen, we don't all live in a world where pinball uh, totally uh, lives in our existence, so I know we'll be able to do it, trust me. All right, so there's yeah, a lot right. of stuff going on. Probably in the fall is when it'll start, the content part of it. Yeah, that's what it's looking like for now. So, uh, you know, and, and don't forget, coming up, we've got Disney is announcing their service. Uh, that that uh, launches later this year. Warner Media, uh, you know, the, the Warner Brothers uh, uh, sort of streaming service uh, launches later this year. So it's going to be crowded. I mean, there's, uh, you know, you know, Jensen, uh, how you always say that there's not enough TV. Oh, yeah, that's my, that's my <laughs> catchphrase. I think here. he says too much. My catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's too much TV, so guess what? There's going to be even more too much TV later this year, so we're all going to die. At least Disney will have clips at their their announcement. Right. We'll see, but uh, I think you know, Disney's been doing this. So Disney's been doing this for a while, right. so I have confidence. That how long, it, how long until we don't have satellite and we don't have cable and we just have separate subscriptions to five or six of our favorites? I think that's up to you. I mean, you could do that today if you want. I mean, you know, a lot of people are starting to cut the cord, and I, I think it's becoming a, a more of a, a real issue. And and these you know ca- traditional cable companies are trying to figure out ways to hold on to subscribers. Uh, you know, they're creating their own smaller digital services with smaller uh, channel bundles. Uh, so it is happening. It's, it's and it's going to happen. It's going to accelerate as as more of these services come online. Well, Michael, it's always great to have you on the show. We always appreciate you uh, giving us your expertise. You can follow Michael on Twitter at Franklin Avenue and at Variety. Michael, you're the best. Thank you, sir. And we appreciate it. As always, Popo's out. <laughs> Thank you. It's Kevin and BK Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now, let's talk about this dude that got an extra TV. And what would you do? Hmm. 
A man in uh, Massachusetts was arrested after keeping a flat screen TV that was sent to his house by mistake. He ordered a 74-inch TV. They delivered it to his house with an 86-inch TV. It's like a a bonus. So he ordered one TV and Mm -hmm. he got two. That's a great deal. Here's Here's the news report. If a brand new TV was delivered to your house by mistake... Would you keep it? Freetown man did just that, and now he's facing criminal charges. Police say they found the TV already mounted inside his home. By the way, um, how what would they arrest him on? I mean, they did get the TV. He did get the TV sent to his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if then you are alerted that you have property that's not yours by you, a company. You mean they contact you and say that was a mistake, give us the TV yes. back? Mm-hmm. Then you're a thief. Yeah. This case brings up some interesting legal questions. According to the Federal Trade Commission, if you receive merchandise that you didn't order, you can keep it as a free gift. All right. Score. No take back. Score. Yeah. I feel like there's more to the news story. That's fantastic. Are we going to break We'll be right now? back. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, no, there's more. Oh, okay. But then again, it's illegal to obtain goods under false pretense, and that's what police say happened here. What's uh, what's the difference? That seems like uh, legal mumbo jumbo. Yes, if somebody sends you something in the mail and it's free, mm-hmm. you can keep it. It's a gift. But then he, they go on to say, no, 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 this is well, he under got, false pretense. He got picked up on another thing, and maybe they'll explain it. Okay. They surrounded the house um, and knocked on the door with flashlights coming through all the windows pretty much. They told me come outside. They handcuffed me. Nick Memo describes what happened at his Freetown home Monday night when he was arrested for larceny and misleading a police officer. Larceny and misleading a police officer. I also want to point out that this man lives in a city called Freetown. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. That should play into it. That should be, it's almost uh, unfair, like (laughs) incorrect advertising. Um, I, uh, I, I think they say he signed under a different name. Oh, that he oh, used he to... Oh, he signed di- for That's, the I package. Mean, listen, I don't believe... I, listen, this, I'm not saying F the police, but I don't believe this situation because I think this could happen to any of us. Right. You could open the door and there could be two packages instead of one. They brought it from the truck. Um, but they also are saying he pretended to be the person who also owns the second TV. Oh, so he signed for... Both. One as himself and another one as That's someone what else. They're alluding, but I don't know. Okay. That sounds during wrong. a search inside. Officers found this 86-inch flat screen mounted to the living room wall. I like that he already mounted it. Yeah, yeah. sure. That's the one it's he his. didn't order. The 86-inch mm-hmm. on the wall. Memo admits it. it was delivered to his home by mistake, and he admits police tried to question him about it several days before his arrest. Did you answer their questions? Okay, now this is where you sort of get into like mumbo jumbo. We're not sure we're hearing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because he's he's purposely vague. I answered what I could answer for questions without putting myself in jeopardy. I said, well, do I need to hire an attorney? They said I wasn't under investigation at that point. They were just asking questions. So I answered a lot of questions what I don't know just so I don't jeopardize myself. This is the TV that I purchased. Memo says he bought and paid for this 74-inch flat screen on Amazon. When a third-party shipping company delivered it, they also gave him a larger model TV by mistake. I mean, I feel like that was just being really generous. Who's to say what's a mistake and just generous? Uh, who knows if I bought two for one and <laughs> right? didn't even know. Right? I, sometimes coupons get added to my stuff, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know. Great, 20% off. Maybe they have a crazy sale going yeah. on. Buy one, get one free. How do you know? Did you ever think that, hey, they made a mistake, I should return this? I did, and I looked into all the laws and everything that happened, and I said, you know. It's okay, a- right there is where he gets me, though. <laughs> 
once he starts like looking into all the laws about this, now he knows that it's Ill- illegal and that he can't keep it. And he's just trying to figure out what trouble he could yeah. get in. Sir, we went into your Google history, and you Googled, <laughs> can I keep a free TV 50 times? I did, and I looked into all the laws and everything that happened. I said, you know, it's a scratch ticket. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Oh, it's total luck mm, then. Yeah. Mm. So if they send it to you, it's yours. That's what he's saying. <sighs> sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. It's like a lottery. Yeah. Amazon said I had nothing to worry about. I made no wrong decisions at that point. The shipping company tells Boston 25 they made numerous attempts to contact Memo before they went to police. All right, here's where it gets really shaky Mm -hmm. for me. They tried to call his house and say, hey, we sent you an extra TV. What about sending that back? And he said... And the shipping company says Memo signed for the delivery, something he disputes. The dropship company tells me they tried to contact you five times and that you were never cooperative with them. I have my phone ringing all day long. I run a business. I get <laughs> calls from Google, website people. I have no reason to answer all these calls. If, if it's not important, I just hang up. Now, um, if uh, you run a business and people yeah. are calling your business line, yeah. don't you pick up all of those? The dude's full of crap. Right? Period. Yeah. He's running a business where he gets a lot of calls. He's like, oh, you know what? I miss theirs. I mean... My father, Who's got time? My father is deceased, so I can tell the story now. Okay. My dad moved to Las Vegas uh, at some point in my life and purchased a jacuzzi. Okay. And, uh, you know, some midlife. Sure. sure. Midlife uh, single convertible. dad. Your yeah. <laughs> dad was planning some action. Leather sofa. Uh, <laughs> and so he buys this thing. It's like a four grand, five grand jacuzzi. It's got the lights and the sprays and all these things to make it look cool. Condom dispenser. <laughs> okay. He's so happy about it. So stoked. And he's like, it was expensive, but it was worth it. I was like, yeah, you know, treat yourself. And uh, he goes, uh, weird though. I've been checking my credit card bill. And uh, nothing, nothing there. It didn't get charged. And I was like, all right. He's like, I guess they'll charge it next week. or mm-hmm. And then the next week he didn't charge it. And so he tells me, he says, do I call him? And I go, I don't know. They probably have some sort of 30-day net. You know, like they'll charge you in 30 days. And then 30 days passed and nothing. And my dad, one of our last conversations right before he died, he goes, you know, I never paid for that jacuzzi. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> On his deathbed. Yeah, it was like years later. He had sold the Vegas house. <laughs> Did you ever tell them you were someone you were not? No. Memo says if he thought he was going to be arrested, he would have just paid for the extra TV or given it back. Now he's looking at the possibility of jail time. All right, now that here's that that's a weird thing for me because doesn't it seem like if they arrest him for keeping that, the worst that could happen is he would have to give it back and pay yeah. Maybe a little extra, maybe a fine. If that, if he mis- they send him to jail. If he misled police, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, they it's- went out and they have his signature, and then he's not answering the calls when they're telling him we need to return it. He did everything wrong in this, and now he's playing dumb. And I say, sir, you are dumb. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> make a great judge. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Not sure how this came up, but we were talking about driving instructors, and Allie told us about hers. Yeah, I I was 15 years old. You know, you've got your permit. You have to take the class with the driving driving instructor. They really teach you the ins and outs of driving. Mm-hmm. Well, on my first day, my driving instructor said, hey, get on the freeway here. And I was like, ah, first time ever driving. Is that smart? I've never been on a freeway? Never been on a freeway. Okay. I get on the freeway, and we go deep into the valley. We are now in (laughs) Chatsworth, 
And he's like, oh, yeah, just pull into here. I want to show you where Charles Manson used to have his meetings. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he took me to Spawn Ranch where they have the Manson Caves where he would basically indoctrinate his little wackadoodle ladies that followed his every word. So by the time you got there, this wasn't a surprise. He told you before oh, he was going to take you Oh, there? no, we're in Chatsworth, and I'm like, okay, where now? And he goes, oh, just pull in here. And we get out of the car, and we're walking around, and I'm thinking to myself... I'm going to die. He's going to kill you. This is so not appropriate. This isn't okay. And then he's showing me stuff around. I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be dark soon. And I don't live anywhere near <laughs> Chatsworth. I know. Oh, so Eyes red glowing. Insane. Pulls so out a knife. I go home, tell my mom. My mom was like, yeah, we're going to handle this. Just nip it right in the bud. Called the place. And I don't know what happened with him. However, I did get a tweet after I brought up that story oh. from Rocky Alvarez who said, did we have the same driving instructor? Mine took me up to Spawn Ranch, too. He also gave my phone number to a boy who rode with us on a later trip because he thought I was cute. Oh, Incredibly no. creepy and inappropriate. So it got us. Creepy alert, creepy alert, creepy alert, creepy alert. Do you think he was trying to show off? By taking you there? I don't know. He was, I can't even, as a 15-year-old, I was thinking maybe he was in his 30s, so he was just like, let me show this young whippersnapper all this amazing stuff I know about cults. I think that's the best case scenario. I hope it is. I hope it is. Honestly. It it is a thankless job. I don't think it's a cool, uh, I I don't think you have a great time mostly. There's two things. I think most of them are freaking creepy and Mm -hmm. weird. Yes. And second of all, I would never be one because it seems like an impossible job. Absolutely. But Both. then we all realized, oh, each of us has a story. I so have you yeah. have one. Yeah. My driving instructor, my right when I was 15 with my permit, he picks me up and he's like, I'm so sorry if I seem out of it. And I said, yeah, you know. I'm, First words. Yeah. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, uh, I unfortunately, uh, last month, both of my parents died. Oh, uh, what? Oh, wow. Yeah, in an accident. And I did not, I was 15, so I wasn't like, what accident? I right? was like, let him keep, just stop talking. What? Uh, and then I, he Why was would like, he tell you that? I don't know. And then he goes, and even worse, um, it was yesterday. Charles Manson. Yeah. <laughs> let, me go, let me go show you where he did it. Um, he goes, even worse, uh, yesterday we had the funeral. and uh, What? I got home from the funeral, and uh, my dog had eaten all the chocolates that were sent to me, and now he's dead. Oh, my God. And you so, think he was just messing with Jensen? Like, I'm just going to mess with this kid. That's I, what you would do, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Totally. I just, I was like, I'm so sorry to hear that. And then we just drove for I, like an hour. I think it's hard to put yourself in that position because you're a little scared when he's, I'm the, he's the boss yeah. and you're the kid. I'm, but yeah. at, at some point, like, now wouldn't you go... Maybe today's not the best day to learn to drive. Yeah, right? I'd be like, listen, man, I, I think we could do this next week. Right. Yeah. Uh, He's but like, yeah. no, I made a mixtape of death. <laughs> do I hear it? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, Omar's is very much like mine. We're going to get yours in one second, yeah. but then we're going to take your calls at 1-800-520-1067 if you had some type of a crazy driving instructor. Mm-hmm. All right, Omar. Yeah, mine was uh, yeah, at 15, 15 and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to take the 30 hours or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I had already been driving since I was 13, I would always take my mom's car. So Wait, what does that point, mean? Your mom didn't care? No, no, no. Well, I started stealing my mom's car, I should say. Oh, should? <laughs> what are you doing? Around, hood rat around, stuff? Around 30, was, yeah, exactly. That's I was doing kid, hood yeah. rat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I got busted. And then, um, like, after my mom and my stepdad knew I was, I knew how to drive, they would, like, legit give me the keys and say, go to the store, get us some stuff. Okay. So I had been Jeez, driving so for a while. you were an errand boy. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, a kid who's, you know, 15, I was like, oh, yeah, let me go get whatever. You know, I yeah. just wanted to drive. So, 
I get the driver instructor comes to my house and, you know, I kind of like have like, you know, like a little talk with him. Like, hey, dude, I already know how to drive. I'm just doing this for formality so Mm -hmm. I could get my license. Um, Uh, Let me just put myself in his position. Yeah. I expect you to say that. Mm -hmm. I expect it to be false. I have to do my job. I have to teach you how to drive. Okay. Everyone played OutRun on Nintendo. You know what I mean? Oh, I can drive. I did GTA for a couple of (laughs) years. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, totally. And I expect you to be cautious, Uh as one of these instructors are. And this kind of car had... uh, the brake on both sides. Oh, so I had, had a brake and he had, yeah. the, he had the brake on oh, his side. No. But he would have to reach around uh, the steering wheel. Oh, wow. If, 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 if he had, uh, wanted to control the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. So he's in my driveway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to back out now. So as the very first thing, I give it a little gas. He hits the brake. And, then, <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's just like, well, I think you were going a little fast. I was like, no, I, I, I'm okay. Okay. So so at this point, I'm still kind of calm. Yeah. I start backing out again. Boom. Slams the brake again. And now my nerves are, I'm on edge now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so I, I, I kind of like totally like freak out. And the entire trip, I'm a terrible driver. You're white and knuckling guy, it. And this guy's like <laughs> reaching around, like correcting my, uh, my turns. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a terrible experience. Yikes. Terrible experience. Because you were completely calm until he entered the Absolutely. scene. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Then yeah. I really seemed like a new, new driver. That's you were a perfect 13-year-old driver. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was awesome. <laughs> All right, let's take a few phone calls. Let's start with Andrew and Wayne Park. Morning, Andrew. Good morning, good morning. All right, so I was uh, high school. I was senior in high school, and I wanted to get my license early. So we go, and uh, I'd already been driving kind of like how Omar was, but my parents uh, showing me the ropes. Mm-hmm. My dad was a young driver, so he wanted me to kind of learn before I go to classes. Look, son, I know you're only seven, but it's time that you learn how to drive. <laughs> Exactly. It all started out in the desert. Anyways, uh, instructor comes and picks it, picks me and my friend up. We're taking the classes together, and the guy looks really sweaty, super pale. So we hop in the car, and he tells me, "He's all right. Go ahead and take off." So I look at the guy. I'm like, "You all right?" He's all, "I partied hard last night, really hungover." He's like, "You know how to drive?" Uh, kind of. He's like, "All right." So he stood up for about like five, ten minutes. Watch me. He's like, "You know what you're doing. Wake me up when we get to when we hit this area." What? Uh, okay. <laughs> He told so he you he was going to pass out for a little bit because he was hungover and wake you up when wake him up when you get there. I swear to God, he's all drive five miles down this road and down this because we're on Beach Boulevard. So he's all drive down. He's all go about five miles. Wake me up. Do a recline this seat. I swear to God, takes a swig of his Gatorade, reclines his seat, and says. I'll see you guys in five miles. <laughs> oh, wow. Then he dies. He wakes up, and then he starts telling us, well, if you guys are ever driving, you guys are hungover, he's all peanut butter, spoonful of peanut butter and Gatorade to replenish your electrolytes. <laughs> what the? I love that I mean, a, a, great dri- tip. a driving instructor is telling you how to drive drunk or hungover. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, hungover, that's for sure. He adamantly, don't drive drunk. I picked up a taxi, but if you have to drive the next morning and know you're going to be hungover, peanut butter so it covers up the alcohol smell and then Gatorade to replenish your electrolyte. Did it co- like, cover up the alcohol smell with him? No. He didn't get into the peanut butter thinking so. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's insanity. Uh, we have a text from the 951. My driving instructor made me stop at a Chinese food restaurant. He goes in by himself <laughs> comes out with a whole plate of food and <laughs> proceeded to eat it while teaching me how to drive. I mean, 
I respect it. Right? That guy's my hero. Yeah. I feel like I would do that, too, yeah. as a driving instructor. Yeah. All right, we're going to take your calls. 1-800-520-1067. We'll take a quick break. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Alex in Anaheim. We're talking about crazy driving instructors. Good morning, Alex. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So um, I was 16, have a permit. The uh, guy shows up. He has no name on the car whatsoever from the driving school. My dad lays into him, says, where are your uh, the names? You know, who's the name of the school? So the, my dad takes the, the license plate number. He takes his license number as well and his address. So as we're driving around the first day, uh, the guy's just having me drive around doing errands for him. He's like, oh, yeah, pull up here. The guy, uh, he's fixing my remote controls. And pull over here. The guy owes me money. That's what we're doing the first day. Plus, I need uh, you to come with but, me to break his knees because he's owed me money for a long time. <laughs> but the second day, as we're talking, the guy finds out that, uh, you know, we're, we're, well, we're musicians. And he actually did have a couple of uh, CDs out. He's in Spanish rock. And I seen his albums on the shelf when I was going to the music stores. Right. So the next day, we're driving around. They're so like, hey, we're near my, my studio. Do you want to go jam? I was like, all right, let's go jam. What? Out of an hour and a half that we're supposed to be driving, 20 minutes driving, another hour of just jamming out <laughs> in the guy's studio. <laughs> I mean, I, like I feel like you won. <laughs> yeah. Right? That sounds you pretty good. You deserve <laughs> a license. No, I, I did one. Because the last day, he showed me, he's like, hey, what uh, DMV are you going to? Oh, the one in Compton. Great. Let's go over there. I'll show you. There's two routes. They're going to start you off like this, do this, do that, and watch out here, and you're going to pass. Wow. Told you the exact route for your test. Wow. He really wanted someone to jam with. (laughs) He's like, then come back, and I just want to play music with you, Alex. (laughs) Right now we're talking about uh, ridiculous, crazy, strange driving instructors, and Sean is calling in from Long Beach. Good morning, Sean. Hey, good morning, everybody. Morning. Thank you for calling. Thanks for listening. What do you got? So, I, you know, like... 15 and a half, 16 years old, and I'm all excited about my driving experience. And so this guy comes to my house, picks me up, and uh, he seems okay. He's pretty quiet. And, you know, what? you got to do, like, three sessions with this guy for, like, three hours apiece or whatever. Right. And so halfway through the first session, he just randomly kind of turns over to me and he says, hey, do you like screenplays? And being, you know, 16, I was like, I, I, I guess... You would say yes to anything that your driving instructor asks you, yeah, I assume. You're supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so he goes, oh, great. And so he goes to his backpack and pulls out thick reams of paper of his screenplays that he has written over the years and try to, like, produce. And he's like, oh, well, I mean, we got some time, so, I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Oh, so for the, oh man. So you and were so driving I, and he was reading his screenplay to you. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, he he needed he needed an ego boost, and the sixteen year old kid in the driver's seat was going to give it to him. Wow. I mean, imagine so, what, imagine where your life has gone that you're asking fifteen and sixteen year olds for screenplay notes. <laughs> fifteen and sixteen year olds who were sort of in a position where they have to give you right. support. Yeah. What was the movie about, Sean? It was Goodwill so, Hunting. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Ben Affleck. <laughs> so he, this whole entire thing, he wanted to make this movie and he wanted to like he's like oh he goes it could be adapted to anything but it was essentially about these doctors who i mean like pretty much like a doctor movie show essentially where doctors like stop caring for patients and have really weird like sexual like 
fantasy with each other. Okay. Oh my All god. Right. So you so you had a, a oh my god. It wasn't only just a screenplay. It was like a sexual <laughs> one sexual to a fifteen year old. I'm sorry, we started losing your phone there at the end, but uh, thank you for calling. All right, let's go to Stephen in Irvine. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Good, thank you. Driving instructors. Good. Yeah, I uh, grew up in Whittier. It was about 15 years ago, getting my permit. First lesson was pretty chill. Second lesson, uh, the guy was literally kind of the same as the first caller, like, hey, you're doing really, really good. Why don't you just go ahead and take it from here? We got about 45 minutes. Go wherever you want to go. Passed out. <laughs> Passed I drove out. to Disneyland because I'm like, that's where I know how to go. Uh, woke him up when we got there. He's like, oh, yeah, I love this place. Don't worry, we didn't go in. Um, then went back and was like, you go ahead and wake me up and we're 10 minutes out. And looking back, that was uh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not good. That's just insanity. Bad horrible. at his job. I, it's a job that nobody else wants too, though. I would yeah. imagine you have they have to take sort of whoever they can. So it seems a, a little odd that way. All right, let's go to uh, Angie in uh, Riverside. Good morning, Angie. Good morning. Morning. Strange driving instructors. Yes. So when I was 15, the driving instructor showed up at my house and, you know, he just looked like a middle-aged man, but he was kind of slovenly. The car was filled with trash. And my mom was like, you know what? I do not like this guy. Mm -hmm. So she's like, you can only go if I come with you. So we did our time and then we did a couple more sessions. And about two weeks after my instruction was done, the police contacted us and said that he had been arrested for taking girls out to remote locations and taking pictures of them. Oh, no. Yeah. Thank God for my mom women's right. intuition. Thank yes. God for your mom. Yeah. Oh, wow. So every time she said, I don't like this person, I trusted her. Yeah. Her. Absolutely. Wow. wow. That's, that's crazy gross. Grody. And everything else. All right, let's talk to Scotty because this can't be, this can't be real. Scotty it, and your Belinda. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for listening and calling. Uh, so uh, I was 15. Uh, my driver instructor came and picked me up. He was very, very Scottish, thick, heavy accent. He found out I, too, was Scottish, as you can tell from my name. So he was very excited. Mm -hmm. uh, the first thing he has me do is drive in reverse down my street at 30 miles per hour. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> is it something you often do? Hold on is he, a minute. Is he trying to go back in time? <laughs> Driving backwards is really difficult, yeah. let alone at yeah. 30 miles an hour. It was a four-lane street. Nobody was around, and he said this is the best way to learn. It was 30 miles per hour. And he, meanwhile, he breaks out his electric bagpipe, which is a bagpipe <laughs> without the bag. Mm -hmm. It's just battery-operated, and starts playing. Oh, <laughs> the I don't know what's worse, me... Uh, the bagpipe or me going 30 miles per hour oh, nearly no. wetting myself at 15. Scott eats the bagpipe. <laughs> okay. okay. That's for sure. <laughs> that is just straight insanity that he's doing that. All right. Let's go to uh, Charlotte in Simi Valley. Good morning. Morning. What, uh, what happened to you? Okay. So my driving instructor picks me up at my high school after school in front of everybody. He gets out of this giant SUV and he is a little person. Yes. And. He had extenders on the pedals, and he had a modified driver's seat, uh -huh. and I had to cram my five foot eight body into a seat that was designed for someone that was three foot eight, he I think he said he was. He didn't change it out so you could fit normally? 
he would not let me take the things off the pedals. He would not, nope, was not willing to do anything. And then the entire drive, because I couldn't use my legs correctly because there was not a space, criticized me for not braking smoothly, not driving smoothly. Oh, my God. Looks in the passenger seat so that he could see out the window. He taught you how to drive as a little person. Apparently, yeah, and it didn't go so well, and it was really embarrassing trying to pull out of the student parking lot. <laughs> Very odd. Huh. Very odd. That is fantastic. All right, one more call. We have uh, Lauren in Irvine. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Crazy driving instructors. What happened? Um, my instructor picked me up, and just a few minutes into the drive, uh, she said, do you mind if we stop somewhere? And we ended up going to her grandmother's funeral for a few minutes. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No, that didn't happen. You hung out with her during the funeral? Uh, I stayed in the car. Um, <laughs> it was just about 10 or 15 minutes. She ran in. I just kind of hung out. You know, like you said, at 16, what else are you going to do? I right. don't know any different. Right. Um, so that was pretty much it. And then we just continued on with the session. <laughs> when she came back and wow. sat in the car, was she sobbing? No, she was fine. You you had a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Allie is here what is happening director Zack snyder seems super chill yeah he does not seem like a cool guy wow what happened wow so this was posted on reddit a video where he's answering questions at a charity charity event screening of um, several of his, of his films yeah, like were coming up in it. Director series, yeah. yeah. And he wound up uh, talking about the choice of his, where in um, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, it was a very controversial choice where Batman kills in that movie. Mm-hmm. 
And he has really strong words for people that are upset by that, you guys. Someone says to me, Ben Affleck's Batman killed a guy. I'm like, F, really? Wake the F up. Yeah. (laughs) He then goes on to say, here's the quote that just kills me. It's a cool point of view to be like, my heroes are still innocent. My heroes didn't effing lie to America. My heroes didn't embezzle money from their corporations. My heroes didn't commit any atrocities. (laughs) That's cool. But you're living in an effing dream world. Uh, Sir, (laughs) sir, this is the CVS. Not only are you, you're absolutely describing superhero movies. By definition, it is a dream world. So if people would like their Batman to be the Batman they've always known, not out there murdering people, I think maybe people have a point. Yeah, and we have to suspend enough belief to to understand that a man is Batman already. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get to pick and choose. He's a... He is not chill, Zack Snyder. <laughs> no, he's not. Good Lord. <laughs> he's had a bad run. He has. Yeah. Watchmen, though, seemed to do okay. Yeah, I don't think people loved it, though. And then that suck, was good, but not Sucker great. Punch, people hated. All right, I and have then... to be honest. I love Sucker Punch. Woo. I did. Hot take. Yeah, right. I did. People didn't like Suicide But nobody spot. comes to me for their movie reviews, so right. all good. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. All right, you guys, this is very interesting. Comcast announced yesterday that it's building a $50 million gaming and entertainment arena in the same complex where the Eagles and the Phillies play. It's the first of its kind arena made specifically for gaming teams. It's going to seat 3,500 spectators and be the home for the Philadelphia Fusion, which is the company's esport team Mm -hmm. that plays in the Overwatch League. But it's now coming to that, that you don't just, you know, when it happened, where was it? Staples. Yep. Sold out in a second. Sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. League now they're going to have just actual arenas just for esports. Do you care? I think it's pretty interesting. I do too, but if they're only making it at 3,500, that will sell out in a, in a yeah. second. Yeah. Well, Every this, time. I think it's just for the local time when the Fusion takes on different esports teams. Oh, it's I not see. like okay. big tournaments and stuff. Those will still be in huge arenas that sell out. But to be able to go and actually watch little qualifying rounds and stuff like that there, that's pretty cool. If somebody 10 years ago would have told you that, that Staples Center with 18, 19,000 people would be sold out to watch somebody else play a video game, you would have just said, that's absurd. Yeah. The dumbest. It's crazy. But it happens. Sure Absolutely. Does. Guys, Game of Thrones. It's coming back April 14th, but HBO has set up a worldwide scavenger hunt for Game of Thrones fans. <laughs> They have six 600-pound iron knife chair thrones hidden in places around the globe. So far, they have found these thrones in Sweden, England, Spain, and Brazil. But the frosty throne of ice is still MIA, and a sixth and final throne will be unveiled this week. NBC, look at you doing things. Who has the kind of time to not only watch a show, but travel the globe? I don't know. Have looking you, for thrones. Geo-sleuthing, like that type of thing, is so huge. People take full-on vacations where they do that. They go through the apps, they do all the maps and everything, and they find things. It's like the biggest scavenger hunt ever. I'm so confused. I mean, it sounds awesome if you're into it. That sounds yeah. great. Are there yeah. hints given out? Or? Oh yeah, there's okay. yeah. It's it's it, you've never heard of it when it's they do actual like tours on this with geo sleuthing. Am I? No, I've alone? never. I've, I've never heard of that either. I've never heard of no. geo sleuthing. But it certainly makes sense as something that they would do. But also, it's someone who cool. watches like Lifetime murder movies in their spare time would definitely know something called geo sleuthing. Yeah. First of all, I don't watch Lifetime for my murder. 
Okay. Sorry, wrong channel. Sorry. Thank you. ID I watched the ID channel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and you travel around and look for murder scenes. I do, I do. Like when the I'm, Mansons. When I'm also not watching, you know, shows about little houses and stuff. Sure. It's a movement, you guys. Little house movement. It's good times. <laughs> Too much TV. Oh, I know all about the little house movement. It's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Danielle's a big fan. Yeah, me too. Do you know about it? I know about it. I don't know much. Well, it's just basically these people want to downsize their houses. And when I mean downsize, they get to like a thousand, like... Not even a thousand. No. Not even. 400 not even. square feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Tiny house nation. You'd have to get all rid right. of pretty much everything you own to fit in there. I mean, and they do all these what tricks. do we really need? Yeah, guys. they do tricks as to how you sleep, you know, beds yeah. that come up, you know, up top from a bunk bed. And- all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm really hungry for dinner. Oh, thank God that my kitchen table comes down from the wall. <laughs> it's right next to my bed. I don't have to get out of my bed to cook. But there are full-on whole ha- whole families moving into these tiny houses. Yeah. yeah it's no amazing. Thanks. Plus, I don't know if you've noticed, Jensen, but on tiny Tiny House Nation. The carpenter is super cute. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good looking guy. He's a babe. Would you move into a little house just to meet him? I actually, (laughs) I did some uh, research on him. Mm -hmm. He lives in a tiny house that he travels all around and like surfs and camps in. So we're we're done. We broke up. What kind Uh, of time do you have that you go on a deep dive on that guy? Wow. Sorry. What's got puberty? I'm not sure. <laughs> What's happening? We've been working mostly Honestly. with Kathleen Turner for the <laughs> <Really>? last two <laughs> hours. <laughs> I know it's annoying. I'm sorry. I'm doing the best I can. But Fine. back to the question. Uh-huh. You did a deep dive on that guy. I believe his name is Zach. I believe. Um, you believe? He's just, he's, he's handsome. And mm-hmm. I was wondering, okay, when he's not filming this, does he really, does he really partake in the movement? Is he part of Tiny House Nation? And indeed he is. All right. You guys. want him to build your tiny house? A little bit. I mean, I could fill my tiny house with something. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's move on. Kira Knightley, happy birthday. Diana Ross, Martin Short, Steven Tyler, Leslie Mann, and that. Can I just butt in? Yeah. Diana Ross. Yes. Uh-huh. When was it? Um, uh, Emmys, month ago, Grammys? The, the Grammys. Grammys. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she came out and she celebrated her birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday to me! She said that like five times, over and over. Yeah. Thank, she even started it by saying, "Thank you all for celebrating my birthday." With it me. wasn't her birthday. No, because her birthday's today. Today's her birthday. <laughs> Listen, weird. Uh, she celebrated her birthday for a month, and when you are <laughs> the queen, you're allowed to do that. You can do that. All right. Yeah. That's <laughs> what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Yeah. Come on now. Yes. Play it loud. The song they use, the end of the college tournament, whatever that is. Yep. Put highlights to it. This means that some 18 year olds were just exploited for money. Ball is and there you are. They're not there even trying are. already. Gonna... The ball is tipped and there you are. Love I it. mean, they're not even trying. Aren't you there, though? Yes, but. Uh... For your life, you're a shooting star. And it's also super on the nose. So they say, you're a shooting star and also someone shooting the ball. I Come look, on. I look for truth in music and this is truth as hell. Oh, <laughs> drives me nuts. <laughs> Let's talk about the Kevin and Bean soundbite bracket. Mm-hmm. We announced this yesterday where we had uh, 16 finalists. Mm -hmm. Everybody voted until 9 p.m. last night. Now, today, we have the final eight, the Elite Eight, some would say. Mm -hmm. And you can go to krock.com and vote on these where you could listen to both of the clips and vote for which one is better. And legally, I would say right now that we have a little bit of March insanity. 
Ah. <laughs> on my bracket, um, I have Hot Cheetos, which is the number one seed, that mm-hmm. is now going up against Mr. Rogers. Now it's getting really serious. Uh, so right? Hot Cheetos beat the FBI, which was, I Correct. think, not that, that close. But then Mr. Rogers beating the Chuck Henry stupid truck. That was a close battle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now Hot Cheetos. I just love Hot Cheetos! <laughs> I love you so much! <laughs> and that is going up against Mr. Rogers. I get all Soapy. You know, soap suds all over me. And then my grandfather would take this hose and go like this with me. He'd squirt all over me until the soap, <laughs> you know, he'd rinse the suds off. So you were playing? Yeah, my grandfather and I did a lot of playing together. I don't mm. like that much. So obviously listeners out there can go to krock.com, click and listen to each one, then vote. Yes. What do we think in the room? Uh, I'm I'm Hot Cheetos for life. So. Okay. I feel like yeah, I'm Hot Cheetos as well. Yes. On that particular one. Yes. Hot Cheetos. It's a number okay. one seed. It is it is a classic. But it's really tough to root against Mr. Rogers. It is. It is. It is indeed. Tough bracket. All right. So the next one uh, for me is Victor Fuentes, mm-hmm. who's the number two seed going up against Gene Baxter and Kevin Ryder were lying. That's right. Victor Fuentes beat Oh My God It's Raining and Gene Baxter and Kevin Ryder were lying already beat the the Hoff, which was an upset. The yeah, Hoff. That was Agreed. An upset. The Hoff. How does the mm-hmm. Hoff get knocked out in the first round? Knocked out. So get, go to krock.com. You can vote on this. Um, 16, 12, 1. Hello. Hello. I'm a male Course. Man, too much information, man. <laughs> I mean, how do you vote against that? That's crazy. You don't. Well, it's up against Gene Baxter and Kevin Ryder were lying. <laughs> it's awesome. So you go to krock.com. You listen to both of those. You can vote. Now, on Bean's side, mm-hmm. his number one seed is Rodney. Yes. Of course. And again, I'm not positive how Rodney loses to anyone. It's all the way. But... It goes up against seed four, which is, I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. That's right. Mm. Rodney beat Do We Need All That, which was a great classic clip. And then I Don't Watch the News Because I'm a Kid beat Oh, Hello. Why? Well. Maybe they'll be at Carcella okay. next year. Mm-hmm. Right. What happened to Amy Winehouse? Right. So Rodney right. and then Or. I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. That's a tough one. That's a tough choice. I mean. This I is... mean, no, it's not. What do you have? <laughs> Rodney. Yeah. Right. I mean, of I, course. Honestly, because Rodney's body of work yes. is so it's huge. It's massive. Yeah. I don't know how he does it when everything except for Hot Cheetos. It's going to be close. Those well, kids see? are so sweet and happy. Mm. I, I have Rodney going against Victor Fuentes in the final. You Ooh. don't even have Hot Cheetos? Too much information. You're an animal. No. Victor Fuentes is a hero. All right. So there's one more bracket on Bean's side, mm-hmm. and that is um, the number six seed. Two see, upsets in this bracket. Yeah, Correct. This was yes. huge. We did, uh, this is a success mm-hmm. against, you see how white people do, you see how white people do came out on top. Yeah, by mm. a lot. And then we did uh, Call Now with Doto mm-hmm. against Lady Gaga. And Lady mm-hmm. Gaga came out on top. People think Lady Gaga is the Cinderella of the tournament. So now you see how white people do is going up against Lady Gaga. You see that? You see that? You see how white people do? Against? Lady Gaga! I mean, <laughs> come on, people. Do the right I thing I mean, it's here. worth it just to see <laughs> Allie full. Uh, she so hates that. I cringe yeah. every time I hear I it. I mean, it's a painful sound if that's what you're saying. People were lovely yesterday. They're like, I've got you going all the way. I'm like, I didn't have me making out of the first round. Yeah. You don't want you to go all the way I, on I this. I don't. All day long, you were voting for Call Now. I really was. Yeah. So between now and nine tonight, you yes. can vote between Hot Cheetos and Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Again, tough choice. Uh, Gene Baxter and Kevin Ryder were lying against Victor Fuentes. Oof. 
Um, you have Rodney going against, I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. Again, tough. And you have, you see how white people do going against Lady Gaga. Oh, this is, this is tough. Right? It's impossible. So you go to krock.com, you vote until 9 o'clock tonight, and tomorrow we'll have the final four. Uh, well, the finishing four, sorry. Uh, legal. Finishing four, yeah, finishing which is four. what I mean, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up next, we have a comedian who's going to be at April Fool's with Adam Ray. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'll take the kids up from ballet, and then you can go to town on my buffet. And by buffet... But means is but buffet means but you can eat at my butt buffet. It's a butt buffet, but 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 buffet. You can eat at my butt buffet. Butt buffet, but 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 that's the way to start right there. I mean, look, let me first of all say this. That song was not about my butt buffet. Ah. I was singing to a married couple, mm-hmm. and we were trying to, we were uh, getting into a whole uh, banter with them about how they keep it fresh after 37 years. I right? see. Okay. And they, so you were singing then, about someone else. Yeah. And then I the see. woman was like, look, we, um, we, uh, we do the butt stuff. And so, I mean, you said a hence, whole a whole yeah. banter. Yeah. <laughs> a whole banter. <laughs> yeah. Nice, dude. You do a lot of singing lately, Adam. Uh, Adam Maria's here, by the way. He's yeah, playing April well, Foolishness. After April winning Foolishness. the Grammy for Butt Buffet, right? the Thank world you. wants you to sing. Right? Here's how uh, silly the world is right now. That's not an impossible statement. No. You know? like, <laughs> no now, and now that you put it out there, I'm going to be super bummed if I'm not nominated. If it's not like John Legend for... All of me too, you know, or what? He could probably come up with a better song, but uh, sure. than just sequels a lot to of his hits. For songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either um, way, it's losing the butt buffet. Probably. I mean, I hope you at least can perform it. <clears throat> at closeness? Right? Whoa, that's not a bad idea. Pick the kids up from ballet. <laughs> Let's see if it catches on today. And then you can go to town on my buffet. Yeah, but let's talk about <laughs> what that really buffet. means. Okay, there it is. <laughs> I mean, my butt. I mean, so come on. pretty. Come it's on. Beautiful. You're not going to sing that on the drive home? Yeah, and then pretty. I get people to uh, cover it if Bono's calling in, and he's like, I actually want to come make an appearance myself. That's Bono? I think. I don't do accents, dude. <laughs> I don't know. One of the Beatles. That might I don't have know. been Jane Lynch. I don't know. I'm not good at voices. <laughs> when did you start adding so much singing into your act, or have you always done that? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I did musical. I quit football my sophomore year of high school to play Danny Zuko in Greece. So my musical background goes way back. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, you don't make that jump from high school musicals to uh, the pros unless you're, you know, unless, look, if I had had Butt Buffet in Buck high school, well, oh. sure. like, yeah, sure. dude, I wouldn't be, I'd be calling in from Broadway right yeah, now. Yeah, sure. like, Slammed up. Right. Guys, the, uh, the, you know, Butt the Musical is opening next week. <laughs> it's just Butt. It's a working title. Just Butt, <laughs> butt Stuff. Butt Stuff the Musical. Not a bad idea. Again, we're joking a lot, but there's a lot of uh, realness and substance to this. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, I, I, there's a comedian named Avery Pearson who plays the piano, and uh, we were screwing around late night at the comedy store. Mm-hmm. You know, the comedy store you, uh, starts at 9 p.m. in the original room, goes till 2 a.m. And when I first got uh, passed to be a paid regular, I was going on at 12.30, 12.45, sometimes one fifteen, And there'd be eight people, maybe 20, Oh, really? Maybe a lot of people two. got home? Oh, oh yeah, because people were there for three plus hours. Right. Yeah. And if they are there, they're hammered, and uh, it's tough to connect. And, and, just and that to keep song doing really jokes. connects with Hilarious. everyone. It yeah. strikes a chord in everyone's heart. It really It's does. a Passover hit, which is why I'm really oh, pumped. The okay. timing is great. Yeah. My mom's like, are you bringing it to this year's Seder? 
Because you know what my horseradish does. It's it's like a buffet. Mom. What's that? We have the same mom. It sounds like. No, it's odd. Oh yeah, Putin Ray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I know. Was your mom also Jewish? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. look at me. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't like. You're not beaming Jew. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're the first person who's ever said that to me. Right. That's I mean, like, you look like a like a Jewish guy's best friend. Okay. Yeah. I feel like my face looks like a bagel, but sure. So oh he's Jew adjacent. Is Jew-a-j- that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which will be the follow up to butt stuff. <laughs> Jew adjacent. <laughs> um, yeah. So then it uh, just became a fun thing to do at the end. So I still do like an hour of stand up uh, when I headline on the road, and then Avery will come with me, and we'll do a bunch of crowd work, musical crowd work. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's different because there's. You know, uh, musical comedians that have prepped songs, but sure. we uh, we just make up everything off the crowd, and it's it's more fun. And it usually, it know. seems like you're going out of limb that way, though, to sort of wing For it. For sure. Do sometimes oh, does yeah. it just fail completely? I mean, you, or know, you got good enough pretty at good it. enough yeah. that like we can always make it work somehow. And also, what's great is that I do crowd work in my uh, set, so like there's always something to go back to, right. That we've had, and then mm-hmm. blow it up into a song. But like people are. You know, like the musical part, like makes it like, and we always set people up to have to kind of give information, and so I mean, just to don't. just to achieve those harmonies on Butt Buffet, it shows that both of you are pros. Well, I appreciate that, and uh-huh. and um, this is actually the moment I like to take the uh, opportunity to announce that I'm quitting comedy and I'm going full oh, fully yeah. into we um, saw that coming into sure. Butt Music, yeah. Um, yeah. which is butt a buffet means butt. sweet God, that you song. Need it, my butt if, if something happens to me on the way home, hey, that's going to be the song, last dude. piece of yeah. audio. I'm playing the song. <laughs> be quiet. You can eat it, my do you think people talk through John Legend's imagine? Oh, John. <laughs> John Legend's? John Legend's imagine is so good, though. <laughs> People do talk through John Legend's Imagine. Well, there's going to be music at Foolishness, right? You yeah. Can rap? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you rapped before? I mean, no. Here's the thing. You've tried before. Jensen said, oh, you've tried, yeah. but it's been terrible. Jensen, a couple of years ago, before he even joined the show, said he was writing for James Corden. Yeah. And was right. writing the battle raps for James Corden. And he said to me, at some point at April Foolishness, you and B need to rap. Mm-hmm. And I laughed. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's a funny idea. <laughs> but then he brought it up this time for real. And both of us hate the idea like it's so far outside of our comfort zone really you've never even like joke rapped at a party no you've been like what's up guys it's kevin i'm at the party let's get this thing started who's got food and then you know you run i wish i would have been that good yeah um no but jensen's gonna write the raps but then bean and i are gonna rap against each other because it's great and this is the decision making process it's so far outside of our comfort zone we have to do it. And yeah. strangely, the winner um, gets has to leave the country. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say has oh. to eat at the butt buffet. I'm not saying Bean's going to win, but... I sure oh. hope. He <laughs> has to leave the country, like, on a trip or just, like... No, no forever. he's deported. Forever. Yeah. Never comes back. Dang. That Get to like a hard yeah. prize. I mean, at first yeah. it was death. A lot. At first it was okay, battle so to the scale death. Back. Yeah. But then legally, we, scale we couldn't back do that. Battle to the leave yeah. the country. Yes, exactly. And do you have a destination that you would like to live, or is it dealer's choice? I'm not thinking about that because I'm not losing. I love that, dude. Don't be ridiculous. Now, are you going to try to go off of, like, some of my favorite raps are cereal jingles. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fruity Pebbles. You know, you don't remember that jingle? Uh, Let's hear it. I, my name is Fred, and I'm here to say I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. Boom. Yeah. Every yeah. white person loved the that red. Commercial. I think it's like the red, white, orange, brown, purple. Brown. I don't know if brown was a flavor of I'm not, uh, I'm not possible that that will not get me deported. Right. And so I'm trying to go I mean, with look, something. Look, dude, it worked for Fred Flintstone. He <laughs> was on, the, on, the, on air for eight seasons, I think. <laughs> 
Um, do you, are you listening to anybody to get prepped? Like some no. deep cut Eminem? What could I do? Tony I mean, honestly, what could I do at this point? Yeah. Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. I don't know. Dude, I know three rappers, and I think and she's, she's one of them. she's not one of them. No. Uh, well, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a little more credit. Jeez. Uh, no, both of us are frightened. Both of us hate this because we're going to be embarrassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're both doing it. Well, I can't wait. It's going to be great. We're so excited to have you as I'm well. I'm so pumped. Are this show's we allowed the best show to... Ever. To no. say what? During break, ask. Yeah. Ask during the break? Yeah. Okay, because I was... Okay. No. I'm going to ask you during the break. Okay. Ask during break. Yes. Uh, wait, can we... Before we go to yeah. quick break here, can we just say, do you feel now more like an NBA player? Oh, man. Because you I played in the All-Star game? Yeah. You played in the charity All-Star and game. And it's still fresh to talk about yeah. because yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm wearing the shoes they gave me. Brad might be wearing the shoes they gave him. They gave you boots? They gave us Timberland boots. Oh, Look yes, at that. Yes, with like, tell why? With like... Timbaland boots. Because, I don't know. This might have been their way of being like, dude, you're never playing you're a not game. Gonna play. So, like, Enjoy here's everything that's fun. Um, All right, we have to take a break. Okay, great. We'll come back. I got Dr. Yes. Oz stories. I mean, come on. We'll what a come great back and, and we'll talk about great. you playing in the okay, NBA great. for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening. And Dr. Oz and Bud Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Adam Ray is in the studio with us, one of our comedians for the 11th annual Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness, April 26th at the Microsoft Theater. So excited. Very excited to have you along with Ray Romano, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie If, Jamie Lee, plus... Plus not Brad Williams, but he will be there in spirit. The Kevin and Bean. Or under your chair. Rap battle. (laughs) The rap battle. He'll be under someone's chair and then it'll be like a surprise. If Oprah wants to come back and give out free Brad's or free little people under chairs, Mm -hmm. I feel like that is the way to do the true favorite thing show right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I see. Okay, that's a great idea. But she hasn't done her favorite show in... Well, this, you come back in your special. Yeah. In 10 years. Okay, we were talking just before we quit <laughs> yeah, yeah. about you playing in the NBA All-Star Game yeah. with Brad Williams. Yes. Please. A bucket list. Celebrity All-Star Game. Yeah, bucket list for both of us. Um, you know, we uh, would say prayers every night before we go to bed. <laughs> and yeah, we sleep in bed separate, uh, but next to each other like Bert and Ernie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sure, of course. And, uh, and you pray and you wish for things. And uh, that was... I mean, it's look, I want to be in the NBA, you know. You uh, wanted to. Oh, that was my dream as a child. Same. Yeah. Same. For you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what got in the way for you? I assumed I would be in the NBA. There was no crazy? dream. It was the just fact like... that we're sitting here right now talking yes. about it is crazy to me. This that we're stupid. not on we're not practicing somewhere. Right. 
Right? It's really no, it's because tough at to some point you have to. It's, it's cute that you're both delusional. No, but at some point you have to say to yourself, "Okay, now literally, there's no way I could make it." Well, I okay. made that decision yeah. about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. You came to terms and when you got tired of the 24-hour fitness pickup game, and you're like, "All right, it's probably not going to happen." But growing up, I feel like we were sold. Well, no juice. There's no Rosenbaum for three. Weinstein, you know, no, for, no, at no. the line for but two we had free like throws. Rex Chapman. There were guys growing up that yeah, looked like no... us. Yeah, for sure, but no true. We don't have. We didn't have that Jew superstar. No, no one's know? wearing like a yarmulke playing. But <laughs> I'm saying, dude, like- if Durant came out in like a full like you know rabbit, what are they called again? The uh, shawl. The shawl. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you should know more than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, 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 I should. Um, but yeah, it was. But was uh, it fun or was it just a weird? It was nerve wracking at first because you're like, uh, again, you you have that balance of like, I want to score a couple buckets and show that I can play, but I don't want to try to take over and and have commentators and and you know Twitter beef. You know, what's happened anyway, people were just like, you know, who the F is Adam Ray? And I was like, you know, good to hear from you, Migos, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, please, you know, uh, you know, uh, t- tweet my name out. And uh, but you want to show you can play, but not like get so much flack for trying to take over or like do what our boy Hassan did, which was, you know, look off Ray Allen and shoot the three. But I, also, I don't know. That takes a cr- tremendous amount does. of guts to I also, say, I see Ray Allen standing I right mean, over, One of the best shooters in the NBA of all time. Uh, of all I time. think he saw Ray Allen and goes, where's your Netflix it. show? And then shot the ball. I think <laughs> I saw him say that under his breath, which I get. But also, again, you get caught up. The gameplay, and this is why I, I can't completely fault Hassan, like it was way faster than we anticipated. Because I hit up Sue Bird before the game started, and I was like, yo, I got this um, uh, thing called a piggyback that I bought online that uh, fathers wear to hold their children in at for camping, right. and Brad and I are going to. I want to call a timeout, put it on, and walk out with Brad and play some defense right. under the hoop for a couple plays. Right. She's like, "I'm all for it. That sounds hilarious." And then I went out of my way, you know. And as Super says, "You're like, you probably should have asked for forgiveness, not permission." Because I was like, "I should probably send the NBA." Oh, a heads- oh no! A heads-up heads video. So I had- Always ask for forgiveness, not permission. I know. That's I s- the rule. I sent him a little oh, video of me. Excuse me, holding Brad and like it was also the first video of us trying it. So I'm moving very slow, right. not looking stable, mm-hmm. right. which I didn't even think about that. And they were just like, "No, you definitely can't wear that." I'm like, "Why not?" They're like, what if you drop them? I'm like, "It'll be hilarious." Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, "You don't have dwarf insurance, so like, is that a real thing?" I'm like, "I don't know. Look it up with the NBA." Um, but so why would you do that? I don't know, man. That's it was a missed opportunity. Move. And then I still could have, you know, we we had that one play where we went through my legs, and, right. and if he had if he had made that, like, I mean, the place would have erupted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we all would have gotten a wish. I mean, it's like there's so many things, <laughs> you know, there's so many things that would have happened that would have been great for the world. And then you got to dance behind the bench for almost an entire All-Star oh, yeah. game. <laughs> so they gave us, gave us tickets for, like, all the events, and uh, I didn't know until, you know, I'm just, that's how I've been, like, as I was a kid, like, trying to get on Jumbotron, because, mm-hmm. you know, even as a kid, too, you, like, you're just flopping and flailing, because, you right. know, you just don't know what you're doing. But that's still, that's still me, because I have, like, three dance moves, <laughs> and, uh... But next to Brad, too. Like, when Brad and I, you know, we've been on Jumbotron before, but he took over and danced when we were courtside at a Laker game. He won these tickets somehow. Right. And you don't try to... Like, I was... When when Brad took over, I just stayed in the background, and my buddies That's were like... That's the move. You have to yeah, let him Yeah, they were like, go. dude, why wouldn't you try to dance with him? I was like, because nobody's ever like, hey, who's that guy behind the dancing dwarf? Like, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's he up to? Those are pretty cool fist pumps. But, like, yeah, they kept cutting to us, and, like, you know, my buddies were next to me in Sonics gear, and so when the Oklahoma City guy was uh, dunking, they were you know, thumbs up it, uh, down in the whole time. and But we met Shaq afterwards and Guy Fieri and and uh, Shaq called me Spin Move Ray. He was like, what's up, Spin Move Ray? I was like, I'll show you the game. He called Brad Big Man and like, 
So the fact that like they saw us was cool, and then uh, you know took some shots with Guy Fieri, and then he was like, "I gotta go upstairs. I'm cooking." You know, I don't know if you know. Again, I don't do accents. But Can I hear it again? He's like, "Yeah, I'm going. Hey man, I'm going upstairs to get some food." You know, he's like, "I'm gonna go cook cook some food upstairs." And we're like, "Oh, for who?" And then Jamie Fox walks in. And I was like, I'm going to guess it's uh, probably uh, him. And then he's like, yeah. And he went up there. And we're like, can we get a plus one? He's like, yeah, good to see you guys. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Fieri. So you didn't get uh, no. necessarily all access. No, but it was, uh, I mean, Dr. Oz, dude, like such a scrappy. Like he represented the uh, the over 50 league. You know what I'm saying? We're like, you got those guys that are still elbowing. and He looked um, weak. <laughs> yeah. He looked frail. He yeah. looked like he was 75. He was on the ground, rolling around. <laughs> I mean, like he dove for a loose ball, and we were all like, oh, no, no, this is no, it. He's, uh, this is the, it. Not the same doctor. Somebody like get him a kale salad. Dr. J. Yeah, no, yeah. a different not doctor. Exactly. Yeah, different wow, guy. that is a reality show that I would like to watch. Dr. J and Dr. Oz? Where they just compete. Could be all the docs. Dr. Phil. Dr. Dr. Drew. Uh, yeah, Dr. Drew. Would Dr. Judge Judy be able to play or no? no She's hilarious. not a doctor? Okay. Oh, man. No, lock her up. All right. Uh, Brad- lock her up. <laughs> Brad Williams did uh, text me some things that I'd like to run by you. Oh, great. When he found out you were on the show. Okay. Uh, your girlfriend moved in. Yes. How long ago? Um, Maybe a year ago. How's that working out? Great. Because you're gone most weekends. I'm gone. Uh, she's able to come with me on on, uh, on a good chunk of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see. We're going to New York this weekend to do a show and see my boy Joy Mack and the waitress on Broadway. Oh, excellent! Um, and uh, yeah, it's good. It's you know, it's making me go to bed a little earlier, like because I want sex. Hilarious, uh, and yes, and uh, <laughs> and like you know, staying out late, just hang at comedy clubs, and then I write a lot late night. So, but now I'm like. There's a reason to having somebody just kind of be like, hey, maybe don't stay up till three and work and like just get up earlier and go to bed and, and take care of yourself. And so that's helpful. All right. So that's working. Yeah, it's working, working out great. well. Yeah. Uh, he says that you have two stair steppers in your living room. I have one. He said you had two. Uh, At some point, did you have two? Yes. Got rid of it. Why did you have two? Um, Because uh, it's great to not go to the gym and I have you the had space two of them. for it. Yeah. Uh, well, one was a uh, elliptical. I see. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Brad's ever done physical activity in his life. <laughs> he doesn't know. Uh, well, I see, well, Brad, I know when he gets out of bed, that's like doing, uh, that's like 45 minutes of cardio for me. So I think that's why he's so thrown off by the size of the machines. He also thought they were transformers. So he, I see, okay. when he came in my apartment, he was like, he's like, what are those? It's Demecticons or, you know, Triceratops. You know, he was freaking out, like right. panic attack, sweating profusely. Obviously, I bottled the sweat, sold it on eBay. Sure, you know. of course. Um, uh, he says you have a giant portrait of the Ninja Turtles above your bar. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Framed. A buddy of mine from high school yeah, um, is uh, an insane artist. Ninja Turtles is one of my favorite movies. Um, and, uh, yeah, he sketched this um, great picture of... Um, of the turtles in the first movie, and uh, and I was like, I want to frame that and buy that from you. And he's like, All right, so he did me an original. And the girlfriend has it. Yeah, the girlfriend uh, saw that. All said, about it. Yeah, really. About well, it, yeah. Oh, she's uh, still for, trying to. Yeah. She's still trying to land you. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> I love. By the way, this is and this list of Brad uh-huh. uh, stuff. By the way, is from a married dude who's just like, hey, true. like, well, how? What? Oh, your girl still supports all your choices. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? Brad has a man cave. What does that tell you about how? He lives. He's like, I have to hide in a room. <laughs> Two days ago, he posted on Instagram. He's like, oh, home from the room in my man cave. I was like, where's your wife? Post a picture of your wife. And the last one that he gave me is that you have a podcast banner, and you look at his face while you're having sex. That's what he says. That's how he describes well, now it. You that, look at his face. I mean, again, like, Brad, you're a, you're a decent-looking dude, but um, don't flatter yourself. Okay. Um, you're also, looking at yourself. 
Hilarious, yeah. <laughs> and right, yes. Yeah, I'm going to look at my own eyes. Right. Have you ever done it, Kev? It's <laughs> <No>. very... Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible idea that is. No, it's... uh. Well, hey, you know, you just don't face that way. Or you, you go to the bedroom like a, like a normal animal, you know? Right. Don't uh, don't sit on the couch and and also you know that's that's the family room like people are out there we take sure. podcast pictures on that couch I don't want Brad to have to you know what's your next question do we have any more uh, <laughs> do we have any no, more that's all I got from Brad oh nice all right uh, what are you doing between now and April Foolishness um so the second season of Shira comes out April twenty sixth okay. I'm uh, I play her talking horse sidekick it's on Netflix from DreamWorks and people love it people love it yeah yeah it's uh, April twenty sixth is the date. Of April Foolishness. Yeah, it's also the date that my album comes out. Whoa, Read the Room. Whoa, what? So you can get it everywhere. So that's a big day. Big wow. day. Yeah. So Are I, you just going to stand up there and ask, beg everybody to get your album, though? I, yeah, I'm pretty much going <laughs> to. I mean, you can't set. ask for better advertising for your album. If I bomb, no one's going to get Listen, it. Listen, people stand up and walk out yeah. and buy my album <laughs> and then come back. Oh, I I'll won't wait. go that far. <laughs> I'm going to try to see if Ray Romano will give me a quick plug or maybe just right after he goes up. You know what's so funny? I dated a girl. Um, like five years ago, whose last name was Romano. Is that right? And uh, we always joked, like, God, if we got married. What was her first name? Eleni. Okay, good. Go and ahead. We were like, God, if daughter? we got. No, not daughter. Oh, okay. Would you... oh so funny. Was she a teen? Uh, but she would have been Eleni Ray Romano, which would, um, which, you know, we almost did it just for that, you know. I mean, it's almost worth it. It is, right? It's almost worth it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so the album's April 26th, Read the Room, uh, April Foolishness, obviously. And then I'm just on the road uh, for a little bit, um, doing a bunch of voices on Robot Chicken this year. They're doing Fantastic. their 10th season. Love that. Um, and, uh, and uh, shooting a couple pilots, maybe be on TV Look at some you, more. You're right? Into this. Got a movie coming on media Netflix. mogul. Everything's coming up, Adam Ray. Right? Mm -hmm. Trying to. I mean, we'll see how these, uh, how you know, butt stuff does. You know, oh, sure, if it really yeah, takes well, off, then sure. everything's true. Then everything Can't goes on the back burner. Yeah, because yeah, then comedy is. Yeah, then we have to put it uh, on hold and um, and yeah. start touring the world. Maybe I'll come to wherever you're uh, hiding out. You know, after you lose the rap battle, if you're in a dungeon in France, I'll come save you. I'll be in Spain someplace. In Spain, that's where I'll be. Okay. Uh, Friday, April 26th at Microsoft Theater. Again, it's Ray Romano, Adam Ray, Felipe Esparza, Greg Fitzsimmons, Eddie If, Jamie Lee, plus the Kevin and Bean. Rap battle. Um, tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Can't wait. Can we do what 60 seconds with you? Let's do it. All right. 60 seconds with Adam Ray. What did you want to be as a kid? Um, a Ninja Turtle. Descri and the Ice Cream Man. Describe yourself in a hashtag. Uh, hashtag woke. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you say you're woke, you're not woke at all. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, why didn't they give the ball to Marshawn? Oh, want to talk about my parents' divorce next? <laughs> uh, Why did your parents get divorced? Oh, because they didn't give the bottle bar shot. <laughs> <laughs> when in the shower do you use a washcloth? This is a conversation we've had on the show. Oh, 1994? No. I use a washcloth. Yes, no, I use, use a, 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 loofah? A, a loofah. Okay. A loofah. Yeah. That's an answer. Yeah. How, how good are the Oklahoma City Thunder? Oh, God. All right, so when my dad left, I was uh, nine. <laughs> the Oklahoma City Thunder are terrible. And when Durant left, it gave me closure, and I was so happy. And go, um, uh, go, Anyone else go Clippers, and I hope they move to Seattle. Keep going. Uh, favorite breakfast cereal? Oh, boy. Uh, it's a tie between Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cookie Crisp, and Frosted Flakes. Dog kisses on the mouth, yes or no? Yes. Oh, yes. You got yeah. it in. Wow, that's that's very that's a very polarizing question. No, you you definitely got to do it. That's fantastic. It's so, I mean, because they're, I mean, I don't know. I was about to say their mouths are cleaner than you know when you just start to give a fact <laughs> yeah. and you have that's no not a, idea. That's like, not a true fact. I, I, one of my buddies recently was like, "Yeah, man, you you're drinking your own pee is actually like cl cleaner than like Gatorade." I'm like, 
And I was like, oh, yeah, it probably is. But, like, he doesn't have, <laughs> there's no reason for him to have any sort of uh, basis for. But, yeah, I mean, the dog kiss, it's like, it's also such a sweet, endearing moment. Yes. And I want a dog so bad. I think people have problems with the lick in the butt and then go into the, your mouth. I think that's oh, the issue there. Well, also, train your dog to not lick its butt. You can't do or, that. What if I lick my dog's butt? Boom. <laughs> and therein lies the true form of love between your best friend. Adam, we're very happy that you're on the show. I love you guys. Can't wait for I'm it. I'm so pumped. Thanks a- for having me. April 26th. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. We welcome to the studios Billy Corbin. Mm-hmm. Billy, welcome. Good morning. Thanks Th- for having me. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, explain for people who don't know Screwball. Give <laughs> us a rough outline. Well, Screwball is a documentary about the biogenesis steroid scandal that erupted in Miami in 2013 and ensnared some pretty high-profile, highly-paid baseball players, including Manny Ramirez and Alex Rodriguez, the highest-paid baseball player of all time. Yeah, yeah. And the, the cool part that when we first saw the trailer is that you use this mechanism where you like drug history almost a lot of the scenes play out with people who are being interviewed but they're being acted out by children amazing i love that part i, I appreciate the term uh mechanism yes. a lot of people call it a gimmick so no, I, I really <laughs> i appreciate it it's technically a gimmick but Shtick. it's a good one well, Shtick, it's i a also get a lot it works. too thank you it works. where did you fall into that like how did you come up with that idea well it's funny actually 1997 uh spike jones did a music video for Biggie. Biggie. Yeah, he's Sky's dead. the limit. I love that video. A posthumous music video, and he was faced with this challenge, and to overcome it, he said, let's just... What, what did Yogi Berra say when you come to a fork in the road? Take it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what, that's, what Spike, <laughs> that's what Spike Jones did. He said, you know what? I'm just going to do a straight-up classic Bad Boy Records 90s music video with the girls and the Mercedes and the Versace clothes and the hot tub and the mansion, and they're all going to be eight years old. Yeah. And he had a baby genius. Biggie. B- genius. Baby, baby Biggie, Busta Rhymes. Baby Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Baby Puffy. Uh, baby, I think there's a baby Lil' Kim it's in there. It's a great there. video. It's an amazing video. And so like that was sort of kicking around in the back of my mind. Very influential uh, from my high school and college years at the University of Miami. Thank you for having that flamingo here for me. I feel sure, right at home for in you. Miami. The law. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> but uh, I, listen, everybody acted like children in this story. And, you know, you guys saw it. I mean, everybody acts like so juvenile. And- it's when I first insane. Saw- I'm sorry. When I first saw it and I saw that you were using kids, uh, adult voices were being heard, but kids were mouthing the words. Instantly, I thought, oh, no. Like, like Jensen's saying, gimmick. Yeah. But... So funny, so perfectly done. The Thank kids you. are perfectly casted. It's it's crazy how well that works. Thank you. And we did. We drunk history. Like you said, like so it's our interview subjects who are talking. Right. From the talking head interviews. And then the, the little kids are dressed, incidentally, facial hair, yeah. mm-hmm. beards, sure. wigs. Uh, little tattoo po- sleeves. Tattoo. <laughs> uh, uh, police uniforms, mm-hmm. pinstripes for A-Rod. And they're just lip syncing uh, the dialogue. And, I, and we lucked out because the interview subjects talk like they talk in dialogue. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we could totally drunk history this. And the cool part, too, is like it's not about baseball. It is about this insane story of weirdos and creepos and idiots <laughs> that all almost like an organized crime almost like a goodfellas that that's based around this uh anti-aging steroid performance enhancing uh storyline and fake tanning don't forget the oh, fake, and tanning. Big yeah. fake tanning, fake tanning. Yeah. Yeah. so much of your career has been about miami obviously it plays such a big role for you but is it because everything there sounds like a coen brother movie yeah or a elmore leonard novel yeah. or carl hyacin story and yeah i mean i i always say that um la is where you go when you want to be somebody new york is where you go when you are somebody and miami is where you go when you want to be somebody else <laughs> <laughs> it's just always been a sunny place for shady people and it's a great place to ply our trade as, as storytellers, as nonfiction filmmakers. Tell mm-hmm. us about the fictional doctor. 
That's all I, can... yeah. I don't know, Kevin. He had a stethoscope right. and a jacket. He did, <laughs> correct. Yes, and the lab coats had stitched into it, Dr. Tony Bosch. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was him. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's the remarkable thing about this story is that Alex Rodriguez, one of the biggest stars in the world, um, this story is not about him. Don't tell him that. Right. But it's not about him. And the thing is, is that he's the highest paid baseball player in the world, and his career was ended over essentially a $4,000 debt between this cocaine-addicted fake doctor and his fake tan-addicted steroid patient. And that's the craziness. That's a great way to put it. That really is what it is. (laughs) That's the core of the movie. That's the core of the movie. And it doesn't make any sense. No. It's just bizarre. And and the more you you learn about it, the less sense it seems to make. And I got to tell you, this is one of our most meticulously researched documentaries because we were dealing with people, let's be real, very wealthy, litigious organizations. Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. So we didn't want to mess around. A-Rod probably has a team of lawyers as well. And he did. They they dispatched these people into the streets of Miami. Did they? MLB with bags of cash from from a slush fund they were literally paying for knowing knowingly paying for stolen medical records in a diner from felons a, from a convicted felon a, 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 <laughs> this a, is all not like, possible yeah and, and they just handed him like a bag of money $125,000 in a diner in South Florida yeah. and like what was the plan and this is just like this, these bumbling nitwits everywhere on every side of this situation it's like a Coen Brothers movie it is, it is. but real it's yeah. totally real and, and you've dealt with I mean I love your documentary Cocaine Cowboys Thank you've you. dealt with megalomania beyond belief <laughs> <laughs> is there anything more egotistical than A Rod? Dude, that's why they call it my Amy. It's not our Amy. <laughs> it's my Amy, he damn it. Had, for people who don't know, he in his house had a huge painting of himself as a Pegasus. A centaur. A centaur. A centaur. A, a centaur. Yep. And then on top of that, people in the movie say they'd go to his house and he would have his highlights on all the televisions. Inspiration. It's it's inspiration. That's a nice. level of just craziness that I can't get my head around. Who but has to watch himself? You guys, he is completely <laughs> redeemed. He is, oh, 100%. He's one of the biggest stars in the world. He's marrying one of the biggest stars of all time. It, it does it, it doesn't he has no sense on him. It's Mm-mm. it's amazing. I don't knock his hustle. I mean, no. he, he's doing a great job too on the broadcast. Comment, he's a great know? commentator. He's a yeah. great commentator. And what's interesting about this, I think that the that Major League Baseball has turned into what politics and really everything in America has become, which is the WWE. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And w- listen, when it it served Bud Selig, okay, who is the steroid commissioner, full stop. Okay, this guy knowingly, in my opinion, exploited and profited from these baseball monsters with necks like my waist, <laughs> smacking balls to Guantanamo, yep. okay? There's no doubt about it. I mean, after the 94 strike, it's very possible that they would not have really come back from yes, that. Or that dead. strongly without, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. without, without, without storyline. Without the steroid. And so without the, the home run derby, yep. you know. Sosa um, McGuire. Sosa McGuire. That's yeah. why people got back into baseball. Absolutely. And yeah. it was because of they could, they could smack the ball further and harder. And so really what you have here is that Seelig was like, you know what, it's, it begins this battle of legacies between Bud Seelig and Alex Rodriguez. It was like, okay, I need to, on my way out the door here, because mm-hmm. it was literally on the eve of Bud's retirement, I need to look like I did something about this. And yeah. what bigger scalp could you get than Alex Rodriguez? Right. Mm-hmm. So he went out, he sent his second in command, Rob Manfred, head of their investigations uh, orga- organization, the sort of internal FBI yeah. of Keystone Cops that MLB has, <laughs> who who seduced a nurse, a former nurse at Tony. So, when unbelievable. I mean, you guys I mean, have to see <laughs> this movie. <laughs> when, I mean, even if he says these things, like that couldn't yeah. have happened. When you happened. hear the words, oh, he was handing him a bag of cash at a diner, he literally was handing him a bag of cash <laughs> at a diner. Yeah. And then the, my favorite part of the whole movie is when you realize just how shady 
Major League Baseball is, how shady all of them are. And then you see the picture of A-Rod, J-Lo, and Manfred. And I'm like, well. They're all still together. It all just all makes good. sense. And that's the point. Is like when it, when it was convenient for MLB to write A-Rod as the heel, mm-hmm. as the villain, that's how that's how they did yep. him. And then when Seelig was gone and Rob Manfred elevated, he's like, you know what? You know what storyline would 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 maximize the bottom line now? How about I bring Pete Rose and A Rod to become commentators? They were sensational, by the way, yeah. together. He was mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. right. But this idea—I mean, these guys were spending millions of dollars, I- each of them, to really destroy each other, and now all of a sudden. They're BFFs. Yeah. It just goes to shit. And, and Mark McGuire is a successful coach in baseball. I mean, every I mean, Sammy Sosa looks pink, but that's totally weird. <laughs> but like everyone else has sort of redeemed themselves and now they're in baseball. And this story, you have to see it. Thank it's you. amazing. Yeah. And the only reason that this guy actually went down is because he started dealing with high school kids that wanted to get an edge. I feel like yeah. if there weren't high school kids involved, this would all still be going on. Well, you think it's not still going on? Well, yeah. <laughs> just not with this, with guy. this guy. Just not with yeah. this Listen, guy. It's, 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 you notice it, it seems to like bounce from uh, from coast to coast, like Balco, Biogenesis. Yeah, right. like, sure. where, where is it now? You know, uh, But it's always, as long as there is a demand, there is going to be a sure. supply. Yeah. And the demand is there, the incentive to get. I mean, Manny Ramirez uh, was one of Tony Bosch's clients. Mm-hmm. And he started to, when he, he started to, be treated by Bosch and then start to come back, that's when he got that Dodgers deal. Sure. Was it 40 no, million? Yeah, it was that was a deal. Yeah. And that was after Bosch started treating, I'll, I'm mm. doing air quotes sure. right now, treating uh, it's, Manny Ramirez. It's Manny being Manny, please. Manny yeah. being Manny, <laughs> please. How much stuff did you find out in the course of doing this study that you were unable to use because of legal reasons or any other reason? Like yep. You have to have a lot of stuff that you didn't put in this movie. There's some fun cutting room floor material, uh, but a lot of it we were able to verify. You were. Okay. That was the incredible thing. We obtained like depositions and sworn testimony that was never released publicly, just so we can kind of cross-check, because it's ridiculous. It's not yeah. believable. It's, it's so yeah. ridiculous. It just isn't believable, yeah. and it happened. Yeah. Both. Yeah. So, we, uh, but like, the, like Manny Ramirez, I mean, the fact that like this guy um, had Manny being Manny, uh, had had trouble apparently sleeping alone in a hotel room. So he'd have like, you know, the the queen twin beds, you uh-huh. know. And Bosch said that he would sleep in the other bed and Manny couldn't like, it was something about the quiet or the stillness. And, and he would, add, he would tell true. Manny a story, a bedtime story, until he until he slipped away and, yeah. and fell That's asleep. That's just not oh, true. And yet, it's, <laughs> it's totally true. true. Yeah. I mean, it's not possible, but totally true. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about this. All right, Screwball is the name of the movie. It's in theaters uh, Friday, March 29th. That's this Friday. Yep. And on video on demand and digital release April 5th. Billy Corbin has been our guest. See this movie. It's unbelievable and also true. Yes. Thank you for coming in. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You bet. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie is here now for one final look at what is happening. So last hour, we brought you the breaking news that Jesse Smollett uh, had no idea how, why, any of it, but all charges against him have been dropped. It's just... Record is wiped clean. That's nope. shocking. The whole thing has been sealed. We don't know what's happening. But the only person I can imagine is thinking, hey, but what about me? Is Conor McGregor because he was trending huge until this Jesse Smollett news. Mm. Because Conor McGregor decided at 11, 11 hours ago, 
Hey guys, quick announcement. I've decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today. I wish all my old colleagues well going forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture already in retirement. He's done that before, right? He did it in 2016. He okay. announced his retirement on Twitter. Of course, he he came back and fought a couple times since then. Um, but he was also on Jimmy Fallon last night. Or on Monday night, I guess. It's last night, yes. Saying that his next fight was going to be in July. What happened between the Jimmy Fallon taping and this? Uh, again, I would guess, and I'm just guessing, that mm-hmm. it's negotiation. That he wasn't getting the number he wanted. Okay. So I'm going to retire, mm-hmm. and then now it's up to the other side to come back and sort of give him more money. Because well, I think that's what he did last time. A UFC honcho Dana White told ESPN he has the money to retire and his whiskey is killing it. It totally makes sense. If I was him, I would retire too. And then he said he's retiring from fighting, not from working. The whiskey will keep him busy, and I'm sure he has other things he's working on. He's been so fun to watch. So Dana White doesn't care. It sounds, this sounds, sounds, sounds like sounds, positioning. Yeah, yes, absolutely. positioning, right, exactly. Enjoy the whiskey biz. And then Connor's like, wait, doesn't he care about me? And supposed Dana's to get more like, money. Do you think he bought it? I I, I said killing it. I don't know how you know the bins. dialogue perfectly. Yeah, it's just what went down. However, if you're looking towards WrestleMania, which is on April 7th at mm-hmm. MetLife Stadium, two, two huge, huge, huge uh, wrestling fans that have been talked about, you know, possibly getting in the ring mm-hmm. in the past have both retired in the past few days. Mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski from the Patriots. He's been in the ring before. Absolutely. And Conor McGregor. So this could be the biggest WrestleMania ever. What happened to Amy Winehouse? Well, she, she will not will be not there. Be not no. Okay. no. But she's sitting this WrestleMania out. <laughs> you know who's not, though? And you gotta wonder why. SNL Weekend Update co-hosts Colin Jost and Michael Che nope. have revealed that they will be competing in a WrestleMania event against WWE superstar Braun Strowman. Very weird. That's not it's only weird, so but it's going to be bad, right? Yeah. It I mean, sounds terrible. Yeah. Unless they knock Colin Jost completely out. Oh, that with could that be chair. Cool. That could be cool. Okay. Hmm. All right. Maybe I'm in now. I don't know. They just seem dull. And dull people don't really make it to WWE. Yeah. We'll you see. have to have a lot of personality. What I don't get is, for this, they... I don't want to say they had a gimmick going in because it's not a gimmick, but it's the first uh, main event with all women, right? Mm -hmm. First ever in WrestleMania history. right. Mm -hmm. So it seems like if all of this stuff is also happening, that's a lot of WrestleMania. They are rumored to have 17 matches, which would be the longest ever, yeah. And they're already like five hours long. Yeah, they're too long already. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. Still going to (laughs) watch. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, Justin Bieber is going through some stuff, you guys. Yeah. He uh, he wrote on Instagram, so I read a lot of messages saying you want an album. I've toured my whole teenage life in early 20s. I realize that you guys probably saw that I was unhappy the last tour. I don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. And he talked about how he's now going to, quote, stay very focused on repairing some of the deep-rooted issues that I have, as most of us have, so that I don't fall apart, so that I can sustain my marriage and be the father I want to be. He sounds... He's a bum out, Like a grown-up. Yeah, but what's going on, too? I don't know. Seems Hmm. like a lot. He also shared some video on his Instagram of him sleeping inside of a hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Oh, that's cool. Sure, yeah, you gotta do that. So that... 
<laughs> Something, something's up, though. I feel sure. bad for the guy. Yeah, he has it extremely hard. The kid was raised uh, as the most famous person. Can't go anywhere. When I, he was 16, 17, yeah, right? I, feel, I mean, yeah. insane. Yeah, I don't feel like everything's perfect for anyone who's put in that position. Right. No. Remember we talked um, last week about who was, I think it was Kelly Ripa posting something on Instagram and her daughter in the comments was like, ew, mom, like totally grossed (laughs) out. Well, this time it's Gwyneth Paltrow annoying the heck out of her daughter, Apple. She posted a picture of them. They were on a chairlift between ski runs and Apple is wearing a helmet and goggles. You don't really even know it's Apple, but Apple, not pleased. Uh Uh-oh. In the comments. Mom, we have discussed this. You may not post anything without my consent. And Quinneth is like, you can't even see your face. You're, no one knows this is even How you. Old is what Apple? is happening? I That's would say question. she's like maybe 12, 13. I got to a point where my daughters said the exact same thing. Absolutely. I get approval yeah. over any picture you yes. post. We've and talked about this. We've talked deal. about it because Dave has to get approval from his girlfriend, Krista. And I think that's probably the way it should be. Absolutely. So yeah. what did Dave do on her birthday? Mm-hmm. He drew a stick figure of Krista. And he I did. thought, you know what? She looks great. Uh, 14 <laughs> so, years old. Apple. 14. <gasps> You're pretty self-conscious at 14. Yeah. Oh, 100 If you can't even tell it's her, that's weird. Still. If they have an agreement. Yeah, agreed. Come on, Google. Get it together. Come on, Goop. No posting. No posting. I can't even imagine, though, if my parents were famous posting me as I was growing up. Yeah, that would be terrible. The worst. Yeah. I look over at Jen's. No, we've already made decisions. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're working out those decisions. Helmet and goggle. What's your rule so far? Right Right everywhere. Helmet and goggle everywhere? (laughs) Yes. Right now, we're putting a bag over his head at all times. Good. Right now, we have decided we won't be showing the face. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But pictures could be cute about by other that. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't know. We might change. Who knows? Sure. It's a very tricky thing. It is. Because you do want to show how cute your kid is and mm-hmm. if he's in like an adorable outfit. And, and there's also things that are just cute. Mm-hmm. But it's also not fully our decision. I don't know. You don't have to tell me, sailor boy. I know. I did dress in sailor suits and I would be furious <laughs> if those were all on social media. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> I would be mad. It's Must the see. greatest picture ever, though. <laughs> he's a straight up little sailor. Yeah. <laughs> You are. I'm like, which boat can I be in? Are there any boats that are tiny? <laughs> do you beep, have a beep? I'm a seaman. Do you have a uh, what? Huh? Do you have a private Instagram just for family and I, oh yeah, friends? Okay, yeah. yeah. That's what that's where those that's with everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. And then your friends place. will sell them to the press. And yes, yes, yes. Be all kinds yeah, of yeah, please. Kira Knightley, happy birthday. Diana Ross, Martin Short, I got Diana Steven Ross Tyler. if you'd like oh, this for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I think this is from at least a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday to me! Yeah, not her birthday. So we did yeah. a little no. research and yeah. we found out, oh, today's her birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a month ago. So that was but, odd. Oh, it was also the Grammys and she was like, thank you for coming here to celebrate me on right. my birthday. And my it's birthday. also, it's the Grammys. She said it was her birthday ten times. She yeah. seems chill. <laughs> Listen, she's the queen, and let's celebrate her for the whole day. But don't look at her in the eyes. Right, that's true. Ooh. What happened to Amy Winehouse? Well, that Again. she wasn't there. That's yeah. the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. Don't forget the uh, Kevin and Bean soundbite enticing eight bracket. Yeah. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, enticing well, eight? the soundbite bracket, the enticing eight, whatever legally we can get away with. Mm-hmm. Right. There's eight 
sound bites left, yes. and you have to uh, vote, mm-hmm. and some of them are really tough choices. Yeah. And you can hear them all on krock.com and cast your vote there. What Correct. time do we have until? Until 9 p.m. Okay. Thank you, Allie. Um, and thank you for what's happening. A 5 p.m. commercial-free hour. It's happening thanks to the random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Um, we have Matt Money Smith on the program tomorrow. We have funny last words. And let me just give you an example. The last words that I said to my dad before he passed away. We want funny ones, not sad ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was... Dad, Shaq's been traded to the Suns. <laughs> and he was like, lifelong- that's a terrible trade. What? And then he just died. <laughs> no, no. Lifelong Suns Too late fan. in his career. No, no. So he didn't believe it. He's like, shook his head no. And I was like, Aww. no, Dad, I'm serious. Why would I? No, he was he was pointing make to Make a the, joke now. He was pointing to the life support machine. <laughs> I'll take me off. <laughs> He's like, no, no pointing. <laughs> Go unplug. So tomorrow we're going to ask for funny last word stories. So we don't want things like, I never loved your <laughs> Like nothing like that. Not, I'm not okay. your father. Not looking for that, no. And also comedian Bob Saget as well tomorrow morning. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.